Equally Important Podcast. We Important Podcast. We Important Podcast. Hi, this is Erica. I'm the new host of the We Important Podcast. <laughs> said, fuck Harry. He's <laughs> and never today, back. our guests, Harry fight. and Quentin. Hi there. I'm Orange. We have yellow and, I'm and black. black. I'm black. Your host. Host with the most. And today, we have a very special, important episode of the We Important Podcast. It's very special. Is that a white person or a black person voice? I'm not doing? really sure. Not really sure. I mean, that's what you want to roll with. I haven't I like been around that. a lot of white people lately. So maybe I am just making fun of them. Ain't nobody's mad at you. That's what you do when they're not around, right, guys? Making fun of white people? <laughs> or whoever, you know. Lots of girls. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, we're here with our very, very good friend. Totally. And emotional support animal. Oh. <laughs> Erica Gambit. That works. Clap for her. Thank you. Nice, 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 nice. Thank Good you. audience. The best audience in the world. The most important audience. And the most important guest. What's up, girl? Nothing much. Just chilling. Nice to see you guys again. Absolute. Pleasure. We're here. We're it's a pleasure to have another girl on the show. Our third female. Right. Um The Me Too movement. Shout out to oh the ladies. <laughs> Shout out to all the Me Tours. Wait, are Me Tours the the perpetrators or oh my gosh, the no, victims? No, the victims. Okay, okay. Are the, victims. the Me Tours. If I say that. Yeah, but if you also feel if like you say Me Too, then that sounds weird. Okay. Then that sounds you weird. Don't cry, you're a man. You can be part of the Me Too movement. <laughs> Probably. You're allowed to. And if are they you? try to tell you no, whip it out. Anyway. Wait, are the Me Tours? Not no. feminists, then? What? No, no, she just said the victims would be like no, considered the Me Too. So everybody who comes out with Me a, Too a means story. like they're saying like, oh, I also have been a victim of like sexual no. assault. Depend the picture of how it was a sexual often. Assault? I thought it was. I thought the whole thing was about like you. You play ball like a girl, and it was like let's oh, not. Oh, you're just you're dumb. No. You just don't no. get it at all. No, I, I didn't. That's think cute. It was I think if I was involved around sexual assault, that's that's like everything about I it i was a girl though and then i heard harry say like oh i thought it was i'd be like oh you just don't fucking get it like i'm not mad at you it's fucking dumb you're ignorant yeah watch the videos in class and that was about all the research i did huh well so i guess we're starting off with uh <laughs> how is it to be a woman you know in this world and in, in this generation generation z with all the changing <laughs> times is it is it a rush do you feel like this is the girl's time to take, um, take the world over in a way i mean i feel Word. like it's like almost like a time where you almost have to like pick sides of like where you want to be as like a female in society type of thing what do you think are there more than once or more than two sides yeah for sure okay like there's definitely like two extremes and i feel like everyone probably like lands somewhere in that but i don't know i feel like it's just like a time to like it's still a time to like be you but i feel like there's like a lot of new opportunities opening up and things like that um 
but like as always you know still challenges and stuff like that to being a female especially with today's time social media and things like that so yeah word um how do you f- yeah talk about social media like <laughs> i don't even know where i want to go exactly before you hit that i want to ask you real quick was there ever a moment like that hit you like damn like being a girl or a woman sucks ri- like it's a <laughs> I want to be over. like the, what is it the 77 percent like it's 77 percent or something compared to what a woman makes to a man's salary um like that. is that still the case i'm pretty sure it's like right around that number yeah i feel like i personally like haven't ran into like an instant yet where like my salary is like being compared to like a male's or anything mm. honestly like where i went to school i was like a stem major and usually like stem is like majority guys but like it was majority girls like where i went to school so i really didn't feel like guys were like getting in my way like as my experience and i don't really think that guys were like getting in my way i guess like or getting better opportunities than me with like internships or jobs so the guys are busy being rappers yeah for sure (laughs) (laughs) i was literally talking to my uncle about that today i was like damn like i wish i'd grown up in an older generation where like you know nobody rapped we were like, we want to be rock stars or punk rock. Like, rap really hasn't surfaced as a thing of strong pulp or pop culture yet. Pulp culture. <laughs> pulp fucking fiction. Goddamn, I was. Goddamn, I love but anyway, Tarantino. I just wish we grew up in a generation. It's like, just a, I just want to know a grown up with a different music being at a peak before rap was even invented. Been like, because rap controls right. majority of the culture at this point as far as fashion. I mean, fucking chips too, with all the rapper chips. Crap snacks? Yeah. Or fuck saying, you. No, but I'm saying like it's for our culture. You wouldn't, you're not supposed to get it. <laughs> you want to have this conversation? No, I'm saying like if we grew up in the 70s or something, like how... you would appropriate other cultures. <laughs> I'm just trying to get to what you're saying. I don't know. No, because music's the influence <laughs> of the culture. To an extent, not? no, it's a piece yeah. of it. So I'm it's saying in the 70s, you, looking music is what it was. Like what it play a fact on the or what it play a fact on what we're growing up what we wanted to be. Everybody's not trying to be rappers or trying to be fucking rock stars. I don't know, but mm-hmm. you gotta think like in the seventies there wasn't access to everything right. like we have it. We have everything in the you know. I could go look up shit from the seventies at the drop of a dime. You know what I'm saying? Shit that other people in the set that lived through the seventies might have missed because True. they yep. just weren't in the right places at the right time. But I could, shit. somebody lets me know about it and I could go search it and then I got it all. So I said like the time allowed for the most popular thing to be the most popular thing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> In the world. That's true. The one thing I've seen too that's interesting. Nigga. To that's racist. <laughs> hey. Call it what you want. The one thing I was thinking you about. You can't call me a nigga. Is before <laughs> I mean all the other music, there's one hit wonders. But now and like when you hit a one hit wonder back then you got your money and you kind of cashed out like that was it nobody heard about you but yeah. now if you become a one hit wonder you have social media to keep you afloat and then fucking and Erica we just we're only bringing this up because we know that you're um an authority in the music industry <laughs> what <laughs> Well, I have something to say about this. I think what's super interesting about nowadays is that no one's listening to the radio anymore. Like, you know, no one listens. Well, yeah, but like no one listens to the radio anymore. (laughs) So now it's like songs are being 
coming popular through other ways like mm-hmm. i think like in our childhood songs became popular like listening to like 96.5 and like 107.9 like that's what everyone listened to and that's how songs like would become popular and like that's how all the artists that like we still listen to today are like actually like made it i feel like mm-hmm. but now it's like i feel like people are listening to like spotify radios or like songs are becoming popular on tiktok which is like a huge part of it and like that's how people are becoming famous so like maybe it's just gonna all change well, fucking the radio sucks because any song you listen to on 96.5 like you've definitely heard they overplay them right they overplay the song but the that's fucking, why songs got popular right. it was because they were overplayed well, 96.5 used to have a thing on like thursday nights at nine they would drop a new song from some right, I, don't, right. I don't know if it was a local artist but like you would hear somebody new no, they, that, do it all that time, on the yeah. ca- they still do i don't know now i don't listen to the radio anymore it's got, it got shitty now but i'm not radio. on the tiktok wave personally but i've seen shit where people they got mixed feelings about certain songs from the past becoming repopular again on tiktok yeah i don't know how to feel about it because i'm just not part of that fucking movement of with tiktok but i think it's interesting that shit blows up through that right well it's it's crazy like i mean i feel like now people so like same thing as vine though like wasn't it sean mendes who like came out of vine Mm -hmm. i think he became popular out of vine but now it's like you have people on tiktok who are becoming popular for their songs or just people are like doing a dance to a song and then that becomes super popular and then that song like blows up it's just different than how it used to be the first person to say this either that's brought up that's a good idea you're talking about uh, a sick new jiggy dance <laughs> to one of your songs. I don't know. Anybody man. wants to find a Queasy Wonder song and send us some trial and error videos? I mean, we're here for it. You know, I think anybody who like wants to, nah, not anybody that wants to be an artist, but I think if you if you're a tailor like me, you kind of kind of in the same way that got us here to this point of like everybody's going to different avenues to get music and find new music and shit it's like the, the mainstream revolt you know where whatever's mainstream you're like oh it's, i'm over it like everybody right. likes it now I'm, I'm fucking over it yeah and so like i think for as an artist like you kind of think about that for yourself like you don't want to end up you don't want to end up losing like your core following because you're mainstream all of a sudden you went pop right. and shit um and you don't want to just shake your ass for money <laughs> you know it's the pay's good <laughs> See, but that's wood. the difference between <laughs> right there. Um, yeah, but then it's like, how do you make it like in today? That's how I'm still trying to figure so, it out. So I said, no. How do you make it? But how do you stay uh, right like, at the top? Once you, I mean, I feel like social media can boost you, but then that clout wave is so fucking strong. If you play social media right, like bro, you can stay above float. Like as bad as Takashi Six Nine music sucks now, that dude gets a million views when he hops on Instagram Live. Right. Like, but like, what is that? Doesn't translate to dollars. Yeah, fuck yeah, it does. Yeah. Dude. No, you know it much, does not. You see how much he gets per post on Instagram? How much does he get per post? Do they Six pay figures. per post? If he, yeah, if he Kylie like Jenner shouts out a like a dollars. company or like a yeah, business like different. on his that's, live, then like he gets so much money. That's a sponsor. You know, it's different. You're sponsored. No, people that. will pay you too. Like DM you, yo, I'll give you hundred dollars if you yeah. go comment three fire symbols on my photo. Or if you have this yeah, in your video true. when you post, like I get it. Like if you have my product in your in the background right. while you make a whatever. Would you be I get that out of it. But. Okay. Um, before I, I wanna ask this question first. Would you be mad if you blew up because of TikTok and you were known as a TikTok rap artist? Would I be mad? Yeah. <sighs> I don't know if mad is the right word, but I just I don't think I would like I don't think that I want that for it's myself. Not part of the organic 
No, 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 no. Right. So one yeah. one person I think about who got famous, and it wasn't a Vine thing, but do you remember Lil Yachty's One Night Song? Or there's the one yeah. dude holding the stop sign. It was crazy, mm-hmm. and I did. And that was a song yeah. that that video is what blew Lil Yachty up because yes, that song had been out true. for like a year. That's true. So like, same thing. I don't want to say Nas you X. own your acclaim of fame to that dude, but I mean, nah, I want to say that. Wait, that's how uh, Nas blew up. I mean, Old Town Road blew up online. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah, but he was a Twitter troll before with like 100,000 followers. Right. But he had the song out, and yeah, the yeah. song popped. But, uh, fuck. Billy Ray Cyrus hopped on fucking. Yeah. Put a G right. move by Billy Ray. Yeah. Put a fucking G. His only number one. It really? I'm pretty sure. Aiky, break your heart, then go. Number one. And I don't think on the Billboard Hot 100. Ah, word. Damn, son. Hmm. Crazy, though. But all right, back to social media. Back to Rick, because we're getting out all over the place. <laughs> um, let me get your take on social media. Like, okay, you being a girl, we know you've you known you for a long time. Yeah, um, you've never really been that type of girl. Like, you was always cool. You was one of the homies, <laughs> always. You're a weird fucking dude. <laughs> hit or fucking miss weird. Instagram captions, but most of the time hit. I don't even. I don't even. Know. I, I know I follow you on Instagram, but I don't see your fucking. I don't read captions. Uh, I haven't posted, I feel like. I used to post, like, all the time. And I feel like I was that, like, typical, like, toxic social media poster, honestly. And I mean, like, everyone knows it, too. what was the incentive back then? What made you toxic? So, well, where I went to school, I went to school in Florida. Tampa. Yeah. University of of Tampa, yes. So, I went to school at University of Tampa, there it's hot all school year round like you have a bunch of like people coming down everyone's going to the beach every single week and everyone goes to the fucking pool in between classes and like every girl at my school posted pictures on social media like all the time like it was just everything that all the girls did like everyone i followed like from my school had like a bikini picture like once a week so like i feel like it was just like so normalized like at my school to do that shit and then it would like everyone from home would be like like would just dog me for it and all that stuff and everyone would be like oh Aaron kind of like whatever but like I feel like like while I was at school it just seemed like so like normal to do and shit and like I like just feel like every time like my friends and I were going to like the beach or the pool like we always just like we're like oh we gotta get like a picture of each other like something like that to like post and like girls would like send all their pictures to like TFM and stuff like that to try and get followers like like my roommates and I like we've done that shit too like and you get like a bunch of followers for it and it's like so superficial and I could admit that it was like just so stupid and it's something that I shake my head on now um, I mean, I don't really care that much, but you do it all again. Eh, I don't know. I don't really. I don't think I would necessarily. So it just was just, like a norm. Yeah, you're just was, doing it because it was it a just college norm. Or do you think it was like the southern culture? Oh no, just at my school, like for sure. I mean, like being in the sun and shit. Yeah, I was just every we went to the beach on the weekends and like during the week we went to the pool all the time and it was like everyone just would try and get like more like social media followers the way you get like more social media followers was like trying to take a hotter picture and like sending it into some college page and then like you end up getting like sponsored and like sent free stuff and like everything like that and everyone was trying to get is all like, the, the goal, free bikinis then? is that the goal yeah to probably it's yeah not, it's not about the attention what is it about? no i think it was definitely it was definitely free shit i feel like my roommates and i we would try and figure out every possible way to get money besides working like actually and um sounds familiar 
that sounded bad though <laughs> it did that did sound so bad but it um my like my roommate's sister went to fau and i remember she would like post pictures and she would get all this free bikinis and all this like free stuff sent to her and like they were like a hundred dollar like bikinis and everything and we'd be like oh like we should try and do this so i feel like that's just the time of social media where i probably was just a part of that like toxic culture of just like caring about likes and like posting shit that like i don't know isn't like necessarily like you or your personality i guess i think it deteriorates uh kind of deteriorates your self-worth at some point like you're, you're just trying to get a like and more followers and it's like i mean like i guess in the sense of like caring that much about followers and likes but not in the sense that like i was showing my body like i don't care about that like i would still post a bikini pic do you think instagram i mean i guess for certain people like if you hit a certain amount of followers like i guess instagram photos could be self-fulfilling like right you have, like fifty thousand followers and for some reason you're not confident in your body but you know low you know part of the reason you have all those followers is because of your body and it sounds kind of it well, sounds kind of contradictory to no, me. Yeah. Wait, let's, it's just well i feel like it's the point where like you're going out of your way of living your life to like like we go out of the way to go to the pool to get a picture to post to like gain more followers type of thing yeah see i don't which go is out of like my way at all messed up but like nowadays if i'm like at the pool and i'm like shit i look good take a picture of me then like <laughs> i'm gonna post that because i don't care like right, i yeah That's so so was it ever at a point uh a competition thing was between the roommates I feel like between girls, like, there was just always, always, like, so much, like, yeah, like, subconscious competition where you're just, like... How many likes you get? Uh, do, they, do you guys ask each other? Like, no. You just, you just create. You know, well, no, it'd be like, oh, you meet like a girl or something shit. like at like a bar and like you might be friends with her or something. And then it's like, oh, she has a shit ton of followers or like more followers, like more friends or whatever at my school. Like it was just like every single girl would have like thousands of followers. Every single girl would like post that stuff. And that's just like kind of like how it was at my school, I feel like. And then all my friends up north were not doing that stuff. And then they would just roast me all the time for it. But whatever. Mm. Um, actually, it's interesting. I've been working on this project for a couple of years, right? Where mm -hmm. where I've been <coughs> getting uh, female opinions on life topics and things like that. Yeah. Trying to, trying to uh, get a... Better, get a better grip on the female perspective in general for this project that I'm doing. I'm, I'm not going to speak more about it, but there's one question I always want to ask all the girls. Um, how did they get that black voice inside of Christina Aguilera? <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? God, it's like super. And actually, got the boxes messed up. Oh, is that what happened? I think so. You think so? I have no idea. Sorry for asking you that stupid ass question. Why did John Roden have a voice of a six foot six black man? That's the homie, man. Shout out to John Rodin. Um, no, but back to back to you. But um, what was I about to say? Something about girls that was serious. Yeah, you were talking something about <laughs> girls that was serious. <laughs> you're talking about competition. Like, where does that? Where do you think that come from? Is that what the fuck? Uh, I don't know why girls are in so much competition. I don't know. They like to make it seem like it's the men that like perpetuate this competition. I don't think so, honestly. I mean, I'm like I was saying before how 
I was like a STEM major like mm-hmm. at my school and it was just all girls and it like it honestly sucked it being all girls like I and I mean like I'm sure there's like so many girls out here who probably just like oh I wish my like STEM at my school was all girls like I hate being with guys like it's how competitive and everything but it's not competitive well I just feel like a lot of girls who are like in STEM don't like being like in a male majority like situation because like then guys just like gaslight or just like talk down to girls especially in like engineering and stuff did you feel like that happened in high school at all like those kind of class i mean like a regular english class no i feel like i was pretty like on top of my shit in high school like school wise masculine focus kind of uh major like engineering well so at my school like we don't have engineering which is why i feel like most of the stem was like girls because it was like chemistry biology marine bio was like a huge part the girls love marine biology oh yeah oh my god every girl's like i want to work with dolphins i just want to be in the sea and then they take like bio one and they're like shit i don't want to work with dolphins (laughs) i know yeah pay us enough yeah everyone goes to marine bio at my school but it's just like it's all chemistry biology like pre-med pre-pa um marine bio a few physics and stuff so like a lot of it was girls and it was just another level of competition where like i was like writing like my own like little article about how like stem was like the new sorority at my school like mm-hmm. it's like it was just so competitive like girls see what stem stands for um science technology engineering and math bitches I knew science technology. I didn't know what the fuck E and M stand for. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess my focus is more on just the S in STEM because, like, I was just science, really, yeah. not technology, engineering, or math. But the science part of my school was all girls, and it was super competitive. And I feel like it was even competitive in like what you wear to class. Like, if you have the energy to wake up early and look nice to class, like they thought that they were above you for like not doing that and i also feel like it was just like then it was like if you do look nice and like you're being judged for like looking nice and like you're not actually smart because you're spending time on like yourself yeah. instead of school why are you so cute yeah you're supposed to be a fucking nerd i wore pajamas i asked my teacher if i could too it was a public speaking class and i was like normally we have to dress up for our speeches and i asked her ahead of time out loud in front of the whole class do you like, I even asked earlier in the year, like, can I wear pajamas for speech? And she goes, no. And then the one speech for the end of the year, she goes, I don't care what you guys wear for this. Raise my hand, I asked. So you don't care if I wear my Superman pajamas, like, for the speech? She goes, no. I go, all right, my speech has nothing to do with them. I'm just letting you know. She goes, okay, go for it. I wear them, and, like, the class, each class person, or each class individual is writing their uh, review about your speech. Everybody's loving my speech. And additional comments, I shit you not, 90% of the class is fucking bringing me down i was distracted by your pants your pants were pulling me off target they were way too tight (laughs) god damn it i would tuck them into my socks but everybody was just hitting my pajamas and i was like bro one i'm standing behind a fucking stand Hmm. two like do you really give a fuck like if my pants are distracting me from what i'm talking about then that's on you Hmm. i don't know that shit would kill me like Bro, like, let me wear what makes me most comfortable. Like, when I took the GMAT, I wore my you sandals. You wear the fuck out of pajamas. Pajamas, like, you know? I'm there to get a good grade. I'm <laughs> not... Much, huh? I mean, that's my mindset as a dude. I'm there Harry to get good grades. always wears what just makes him comfortable. I mean, good for him, right? Yeah. Too bad yeah. it doesn't, like, gain you any affinity but, but, or anything like that. But I guess that's a big difference where, like, most... The male mind comes to the female mind. Not all the time, but, like, if I'm going out to a party, like, I don't give a fuck what I'm wearing. 
But majority of girls Not getting laid anyway Sorry <laughs> Fuck it I'm there to get fucked up But I mean I guess that was a big thing Like I remember I mean girls would come in hurdles And like going to the bathroom together Do their makeup And all the shit Getting ready together Out like Dudes are real quick Yo dude I'll see you in five minutes I'm going home to change go Well out. it's so much easier For you guys to just You say that go out. No, just don't wear it makeup. Definitely is. I mean, <laughs> just don't wear makeup. Just fucking go out barefaced. Yeah, but shit. then like you don't wear makeup. But then like if you're going to work, then like you look unprofessional. Or if you're going out, then guys are you like think makeup is a professional thing. Oh, a hundred percent. When I don't wear makeup, like I mean, I don't wear makeup to work because like I basically work by myself in like a lab. But like for interviews and stuff, if I didn't wear makeup, like I would just look like I wasn't trying. Like I would look like I didn't care. I mean, I feel like. Like, there's some girls, I guess, that look like they're naturally, like, wearing makeup. Or, like, if you have nice skin or whatever, I don't know. It helps, I guess. But, like... Is it a thing to cover, like, dark shadows and the circles right, you talk yeah. about? Or? Yeah, like, if you have, like, dark on your eyes and, like, you're a girl, and I feel like if you're not wearing makeup, then it just looks like you're not trying almost, which kind of sucks. Interesting. Oh, that's, I, that's actually... I've never thought of that. Like, I always thought, like, you know, oh, you'd probably 100%. go to professional I mean, because when you look at, like, a girl dressed up, like, she's always wearing makeup. Right. Especially when you see a pretty girl nail an interview, it's like, okay. Especially hair, too. Like, you have to have your hair nice for an interview, too. Or else that really looks like you're not trying. Unless you have naturally, like, perfect hair. Interesting. <laughs> Girls go to such great lengths to appear so beautiful. All I'm focused or just on. appear like normal. <laughs> yeah, but that's just crazy though. But again, that co- that comes to the whole like, you know, how do you value yourself? Like, if you see, your, I don't know, like, I I'm not like trying to call anybody out that thinks like this, but, but the, fuck you. But like, certain, <laughs> like if you don't, like, if you're calling yourself ugly out loud to a group, like, don't worry about me, guys. Don't need to buy me a drink. I'm uglier. <laughs> You, know, you you want to hit your like characteristics? Don't worry, like, I wasn't. Like no, but I've seen that shit happen, and I'm oh just I'm God. like, damn, like I want to sympathize, but like, is it a guilty sympathize that you're saying it out loud, and I'm supposed to feel bad? Like, am I supposed to say no? You're pretty. Like, don't worry about it. Here's a drink. Am I supposed to be like, no, nah, you right? Like, what's? Well, no, I feel like people definitely do that for like affirmation. But again, even like what I was talking about, like a girl might have fifty thousand followers, and she knows. Like, in her head, she has an idea, like, you know, I have a good-looking body, I'm pretty, but, like, deep down, she truly thinks she's ugly, and she values those likes to help gain self-worth. Like, I really feel like that's a fucking thing that goes on. I could be wrong, though. Yeah. Could be. I mean, I feel like it's just always, like, like, I feel like it's just, like, a spectrum. Like, I feel like girls can be confident, but also have, like, their days where, like, they feel ugly, or, like, they, like, doubt certain aspects of themselves, and then, like, they Are might look ever for feel affirmation. Ugly? When I used to cut weight, I would look at myself in the mirror and be like, I'm fucking disgusting. <laughs> you look at yourself in the mirror and put lipstick no, on and the night before went, call yourself I a whore. I would look at myself on Snapchat. It's like, I don't even look at myself in the, muse, er, in the mirror. And I'd see my sunken eyes, sunken face. And I was like, bro, like I look like a Holocaust survivor. This isn't good. scary, dude. Yeah, you I, did. Like, you used to look like you were like dying. You used to wear like hats because you would be so cold. But and I shit. wouldn't want people to come up to me and be like, oh, dude, you look horrible. I'm like, bro, I fucking know. Like, leave me the fuck alone. You used to like. I remember in my tech, you would literally just like sit down at the desk with like your head in your like arms and just like not listen to anything that anyone was saying while you were cutting. Like you just did not care. Dude, no. Like when it's. I mean, that's how it was for me when I was. But again, it was like from a mindset for me though. Like I'm like fuck it. I'm just cutting weight. I don't care how I look. But when people would come up to me, be like, dude, you look horrible. I'd be like, I don't like. Tell me something I fucking don't know. You're making me like. I hear it out loud, 
am I supposed to feel bad for myself? Like, I don't know. Do you think that girls are more susceptible to, to hear that they look bad? Yeah, 100%. Like, if you didn't put your makeup on, you think somebody's going to let you know, like, yo, it's not your best day. I don't think like no one just says that shit. Right, I mean, right. unless you're like close to them and oh, they're damn. like joking around, like you're just like, oh yeah, like you look like shit. But like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, like any of you guys have definitely told me that. But like, not me. I'm not the type. It's busting balls. Yeah, maybe not you. It's busting balls. But as, like, if have you ever felt like self conscious about it when a friend calls you out? I won't say calls you out. Oh but, like, yeah, busts your balls about it, and you're like, you're for like, sure. That, that was definitely a thought beforehand before i walked into this room yeah for sure like i used to like my sophomore year i was a fucking idiot and i took my birth control backwards for like a month and like that shit's yeah, just like does, what do you mean takes it back <sighs> we don't take it's, that it's pill z it's, a, it's the last pill different so than the first pill of the month it's like yeah well for me i was on a type of birth control where it was a different dose every week so i started taking it backwards and it was completely like wrong and i didn't realize until like three weeks in and it made me break out like so bad like the worst i've ever broken out ever and i was like so insecure about it like my skin was like super dry and like i was just breaking out like a lot like no one that i went to school with ever fucking broke out ever so i was like so insecure about it and like i remember one day i was like looking in the mirror and like my one roommate was just like right like i said to her i was like damn i'm like really breaking out bad today she was like yeah i noticed that and I was like, fuck. Oh, Why fucking say anything, bitch? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, shit. And then I was like, okay. And then, like, I just felt, like, so, like, bad about that. Damn. But, I mean, like, she, like, she just wasn't thinking about it. But, right. I mean, and, like, even in, like, high school, I mean, I was never, like, fat, I would say. But everyone used to call me, like, chewy and shit because I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> they were definitely, like, joking. I don't remember that shit. Um, no. That was a thing. Oh my gosh, well, like, Johnny and, like, Cook and, like, Brian, everyone used to call me Chewbacca because we went to go see, like, the Star Wars movie. Then they would call me, like, Chewy for short, and then I started going to the gym a lot. (laughs) And then they would call me low-fat Chewy and shit like that. (laughs) And I never really took that to heart, really. Like, I didn't, like, really think I had, like, a problem. I just, like, actually started going to the gym, and, like, I enjoyed working out, and then I kept with it, and I was, like, losing weight, and I was like, oh, maybe this is nice. So, but yeah, I feel like people have like messed around, but like I feel like I've never let it get like too close to heart. But right. there's definitely people that do. See, what I was gonna ask, sidebar or just sidetrack us. Um, I was gonna ask because you were talking about all right, you're talking about Florida and being in Tampa and how social media was like the norm being on social media, trying yeah. to get the free shit, da 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 da, you know what I'm saying? And right, you, kinda, you know. You didn't you didn't let it take over your life or nothing like that, but you did you followed the norm. You went with the right with the crowd or whatever. So can you talk about when in high school? Because you know, like a lot of girls in high school <clears throat> from our high school. I don't know. I really don't even know. I'm not gonna keep up with none of y'all. I'm sorry, but um, I believe that. Well. Huh? I'm doing well. Good for you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Here's like I'm still in high school. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, bro. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask. Like, I believe most of them went on to like in the education field and shit yeah. like that. They want to be teachers, yada yada. Um, so, what what influenced you to go into the sciences? Well, so I did med tech in <laughs> high school, and like I was dead set on being a nurse. And like, Harry I, also did med tech for no reason, right? No, literally everyone in med tech <laughs> did med tech for like no reason besides like a few people. 
Like, yeah, like, a few people have actually gone through with, like, doing, like, nursing and shit. I don't fucking tell you how hard, how really hard that shit is. They just let you believe it. I just, like... It's like marching My band. teacher just been, if... I mean, no, shout out uh, Dr. Hale, because, I mean, she was an OG. But if the people, the counselors beforehand were, like, just straight up with us, like, yo, like, nursing's hard as fuck. I didn't even think that nursing was, like, that hard, though. And, like, oh, that's, like, one of my pet peeves, like, when people will talk to me and I'll be, like, yeah, I used to be a nursing major. Then I switched and they're, like, oh, like, I understand. Like, it's so hard. Like, I totally get it. It's not for like, everyone. yeah, they're, like, and they're just, like, I've thought about dropping. Like, and I'm, like, no, like, I actually thought it was pretty easy, but I just, like, liked chemistry. And they're, like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's a way to say it. Yeah, and people, like, oh, just, like, you know, how girls are. But, um. Yeah, I wanted to be a nurse since, like, eighth grade for some reason. I think I literally decided that because, like, it seemed like a girly thing to go into. And then, like, I went to... Huh. Yeah, I went to... I had an internship with my tech working with babies. And, like, they were cute. But, like, I kept feeling like I was going to, like, accidentally, like, break them. And I got, like, super nervous. And, like, I didn't like touching people. And it felt, like, uncomfortable. And I was like, I'm, like, an introvert. Like, I shouldn't... <laughs> I shouldn't be a nurse. <laughs> And then I took a chemistry class for nursing and I like really fucked with chemistry and I like learning how things work. So I liked that. I did well at chemistry and like I liked biology too and stuff like that. So I was like, well, I want to switch to either chemistry or I was thinking about going into like upper education chemistry. Was this before or after uh, end of senior year of high school? Like, were you Oh, this was in college. I started out as a nursing major. Oh, word. Yeah, like, I was a nursing major for a year, and I had to take a chemistry class for nursing. I had to take, like, a biology class for nursing, and, like, those were just what I, like, really liked, and, like, it clicked with me. So then I was thinking about doing something with chemistry, but then my school, like, has a really good forensic science program, and, like, I looked at, like, the class lineup, and everything was basically, like, the same as chemistry, but, like, instead of taking, like, three classes, I took, like, a few forensic science classes and some criminology classes so it's like oh i'll just try this out and i honestly like thought i was gonna switch my major like i thought i was like not smart enough for it but then i just went through with it and then i finished and i really liked it what why forensics well it just seems like a more interesting part of chemistry because like it's still chemistry but it's like more specific i thought it was more interesting i honestly didn't my everything i thought the forensic science was before i became a forensic science major was wrong so i like actually learned what it was and it was that yeah that's like forensic science is like the biggest misconception that like everyone has can you clear it up for us yeah so like have you guys ever watched dexter yeah so you know how like the one forensic scientist guy he kind of just like he goes to the crime scene he brings everything back to the like quote lab and he like does all this analysis on it himself like that is just so not true like you have a whole team for crime scene they never go into a lab you have a whole team for like trace fiber evidence they like they're their own thing they never dip into dna then you have a whole team for fingerprints that's all they do whole team for drug chemistry a whole team for um forensic toxicology a whole team for dna a whole team for firearm so like you when you go into like forensic science like i didn't even touch dna like well i taught i took like a few bio classes um but i didn't i decided to take like the firearm class instead of the dna class so you're going into a thing and you had to do all of that shit 
Yeah, so, like, my major covered drug chemistry and forensic toxicology, like, heavy. And then I also just took, like, the gen, biogen chems. Like, I took organic chem. I took, like, physics, just all of that that, like, you would take with, like, normal chemistry. Then I also took, like, a firearm class. And then I took a bunch of criminology classes, too, and crime scene. What's a firearm class? So, when, like, if Quentin, like, were to shoot you and he has, like, a specific gun... (laughs) like that gun is gonna make like a specific impression like on the bullet and like on the cartridge case that no other gun is gonna make that exact same impression so how do i get away with this murder (sighs) well you would have to like completely get rid of your gun and like then people like you know how guns have serial numbers on them so like every gun legally has to have a serial number on them which like has like your name hooked up to it basically so if you shoot them then you throw your gun in the Cuyahoga and they find that shit then like the serial number like they realize that the gun matches the cartridge case found at the scene then like they look at like the serial number it's gonna go back to your name so what I got the gun illegally they can find bullet serial numbers and retrace where you bought it from to look into the cameras who bought it I mean it's a good thing that they do that like and so a big part of firearm like um evidence and like being a firearm tech too is like serial number restoration because people will like scrape their gun yeah. to get the serial number off hey, but I've like heard all the rap songs yeah it never goes away <laughs> like you put acid stuff. on that shit and it just will fucking appear back up it's crazy so like a, that's a big part of it but really is what you do is like you sit under a huge microscope on like the right side of the microscope you have like the cartridge case found at the crime scene and the left side you have like a test shot from the gun that you like got from a warrant or whatever because like you they literally have like chambers inside the labs where you shoot a gun into like a water pool and then you can catch the cartridge and then that's like your standard that you test it off of so then you look under a microscope and it like compares the two side by side and then it's like a puzzle like matching them you have to find like a certain number of like pinpoint matches and it's it's really crazy it kind of messes with your head they ever go over you find no cartridge and you got to look at the bullet like the bullet wound and be able to tell from that you guys ever go that deep no not in my class but like you have to like it has to be like a like definitive match to go to court so like you have to like look at it you have to look at the like striations on this bullet if you're looking at a bullet compared to a cartridge case because like that's what's like going through the barrel and then like you know when you look inside a barrel and you have like the lands and grooves that poke out Mm -hmm. so that it creates like a spiral with the bullet so it goes straight those make their own marks so like you're looking in the on the cartridge on the fire on the bullet bullet, yeah Yeah, so like the bullet (laughs) and like a cartridge case are completely different like cartridge cases have like more markings that you can like make a match off honestly because you have like the firing pin it like hits the primer and then like there's an extractor mark an ejector mark you can like look at all that shit under a microscope and like make a point and that's like easier to look at but when you're looking at bullets it's like I gotta show you guys a picture after it's like little like hair like little tiny tiny scratches and then you have to like put two bullets next to each other and like match the scratches up because it's gonna hit yeah and it's gonna come out the same time every single way which is like it's like a fingerprint it's actually pretty sick you can't be 99% accurate you gotta be 100% accurate when you're doing those findings though right oh yeah like you have to like it has to be like a match or else a defense attorney is going to be like, yeah, that's bullshit. Did, they know what they're talking about. Did uh, crime solving play any part into this? Like, did you... 
Was it just no. the science that attracted you? Yeah. Or was it a TV show that also, like... <sighs> no, I never really watched the TV shows that, like, did forensics and stuff. Like, I feel like the TV shows, even, like, the forensic teams that you see on the TV shows, they're not into the crime either. They're like... No, yeah. They're like, yo, I'm trying to figure this out for... Yeah, I, I well, to be completely honest, especially because my major was so heavy on drug chemistry, mm. and like I would so much rather like help someone who like has a problem with drugs than like persecute them. So like right. especially with that, like whole so field. How do you go about that from your position? Well, so mostly well because i'm working in a lab i don't get to know the person i don't get to meet the person i don't know their background or like i don't even know like if they're selling i don't know if they're buying i just get a bag of like white powder i dissolve it in methanol and i run it through an instrument so like for me it's like i don't really know what the hell is going on but i think that there's just like so many problems with just like people being in prison like for drugs and they shouldn't be so like that was like one thing that made me worry everything no Oh, okay. I mean, I understand why. <laughs> <laughs> I understand why, like, Oregon decriminalized it because they're just trying to get people help instead right, of, like, right. trying to get people in prison, which just makes everything worse in the long run. But so that's what was one thing that, like, I was like, oh, like, it just kind of goes against some morals. But I mean, there's also people who are, like, you know, selling a fuck ton of cocaine mixed with fentanyl and it's killing people and they're murderers and they should be in prison. So then that's the other side of it. I know somebody that used to sell coke at Ohio State. Please say their name. <laughs> Can't. All right, keep going. <laughs> so Voldemort would sell coke to students at Ohio State and they would purposely have, or the, I don't want to say purposely, some clientele would literally ask, does this have fentanyl in it? And of course, no, it does not. Like, what the fuck? And they wouldn't buy it. Like, some people really want fentanyl in their cocaine. Oh, yeah. Well, because fentanyl is so potent. And, like, I mean... I thought it was peop- like three drops of sand fucking kill you. Like, less. It's it's crazy. Whoa. It's like fentanyl... Oh, at least I said three drops. Or not no, three, three, like three drops three of sand. sand. Three, I don't know about that. Oh, no. no, I thought you were talking like, drops. But, no. Shit yeah fentanyl is so potent and like a lot of people will mix fentanyl into like their cocaine like into the heroin to make it more potent so that their clients come back so like yeah like a lot of people want it in their shit because it's like literally makes and it makes the high better in quotes like i guess but like that's why people like will cut their cocaine with it but like say you're doing coke for the first time and there's fentanyl in there then like you've never been exposed to that like that's deadly and i mean even like accidentally like it's still deadly even if you have had fentanyl before like it's you have to take that like that's why i get like so nervous like with people like just doing that i mean mac miller is he has so much (laughs) money he has so much money and he had cocaine laced with fentanyl do you think that you buying cocaine like off the street like can you're immune to that he he definitely knew he was dying though off the fentanyl didn't they find him in praying position or some shit i think yeah i think he felt it he felt a difference in his high well he actually died because of a mixture of like he's doing a lot of shit it was well it wasn't like enough fentanyl to kill him if it was just fentanyl by itself yeah he was doing like it was like it was combined toxicity i guess is what like it was called because like of just everything but everyone like says that it was just fentanyl but it wasn't but so one thing i want to get into well, let me ask you this molly with a le- or lean with molly in it or coke with fentanyl you're asking me <laughs> yeah not that i've tried any of these um 
just just to set the record straight. Um, but if I had to choose, would you say give me my choices again? Lean with Molly in it. Yeah. Or Coke with fentanyl. Lean with Molly in it. I feel that would fuck me up. I feel like Coke and fentanyl. This is not what you want to do though. Yeah. Sure. All right. So let me, <laughs> so let me ask you. True. How, how Why you, I even ask? So how in forensics would you determine on toxicology report that somebody like let's take Mac Miller's death? How do you determine that's not a suicide? Like oh, well, because you well, you look at his blood, like, and then you see, like, everything that's in it. I mean, you don't know if, like, he... The intention behind yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah. don't know the intention behind it, but, like, when, like, you're testing someone's blood, like, your shit stays in your blood for, like, a certain amount of hours, depending on the drug. So then, like, you literally take the blood, and you do a bunch of, like, sample prep on it, you put it through, like, this instrument, then you have to, like, read, like, the graphs... And, like, you have to do a whole analysis on that. And then, like, it, you'll eventually find out, like, how much of each drug is in the sample. Can you tell which one was taken first? How? I mean, I'm sure you can tell yeah. quantities, but can you tell which drug was in the blood first? Right. Well, so, like, all drugs have, like, half-lives to them. Right. They have I'll metabolites. Yeah. So, like, they I was also... really smart in high school. I did nothing with that shit. <laughs> you were smart. I, I remember did nothing that. with it. I'm trying to rap. What am I doing? <laughs> I got a fucking podcast. I should have been in the lab with you. All right, keep going. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> anyway. Um, well, so every drug, like, has half-lives, and they all turn into, like, their metabolites and everything like that. So really in toxicology, like, you're looking at metabolites. Like, you're not even looking at the original drug, like, in the bloodstream and stuff like that. But just, like, depending on what it is, if you can, like, figure out, like, the concentration, like, over time, then you can see, like how much like time in between that was if you know the half-life of the drug you know what i mean so like if so say like say you like you were smoking weed right now and like i drew your blood which we aren't (laughs) and i I drew your blood like five minutes after you started smoking weed then i drew it like 10 minutes after and then like you see the concentration rising and then you stop smoking weed then your concentration is going to like go back down like i can like take your blood at like certain amount of times like figure out the concentration if i was like it would take me like a few days to like run all the tests on it but if i like knew what time each like sample was taken and then like you find out like the concentration at each time like you can figure out like the time like in between that or you can find out like the concentration at each time you know what i mean like you make a graph so like if you know that like oh like at this time there was this much then like you can predict like oh at that time then there is that much you know even if you just have it at five minutes and ten minutes you could predict what it was at seven minutes you get multiple blood samples if somebody like dies of a drug overdose um no i mean it's really usually it's just like because like you're not like trying to figure out like what like what time like they got high or something like that you're just trying to figure out like what was in their system like when they died so like they were dead and then you take their blood or something else maybe and then like it just shows you what's in their blood at that concentration they're like yeah well like the doctor thinks that they died at this time so if there's like this much cocaine in their blood at this time then that means like at their time of death then it was probably around this much which is potent enough to kill them I, know, I never knew these things, but I'm sure if there's special requests from the police officers. Oh, yeah. And I mean, if you get a DUI, too, like, that's toxicology. And, like, with the DUI, I had to, like, I don't remember it now, but I had to learn all this math to, like, figure out how drunk someone was when they got into a car accident based off of, like, their drug being, blo- like, drawn three hours later. 
like there's like there's i know there's like math to it that you can like do to figure out like how many like beers they had like considering like their body weight and like their gender and like how much like blood alcohol they had like three hours after an accident my dad's like my dad's like you ever pulled over for drinking and driving fucking don't blow say no let them take you to the station they may request you to piss in a cup don't do that and try to force try to force the blood drawn hours because yeah. sometimes it's like if you get pulled over and it's late at night like yeah, give the all judge, the drunks tips the judge might not be there yeah i'm not endorsing drinking and driving <laughs> please the judge, don't judge may, the judge may not be there till like eight or nine the next day or it could be a sunday so they got to like request it and like really get into the system so you could sit there and wait a while and maybe get sober but if you're getting pulled over for swerving you're probably fucked up well yeah well with your blood it's like as long as like when alcohol is in your blood that's why you feel drunk like when you don't feel drunk anymore like you have little to no alcohol in your blood anymore so like that's why taking like that's why blood is used for duis because like blood is like a way to tell like an actual time like causation so like you don't do you don't take piss for dui testing because like pee like alcohol stays in your pee for days so like there so like if you drank like three days ago and like there's gonna be alcohol in your pee so like they can't like like charge you for that you know like you have to take blood or breathalyzer works because you have a bunch of blood in your lungs it's actually crazy and like when you like breathe you can actually tell like how much alcohol is like in your like breath from that like particles of blood um i don't know about that i really i don't know the science behind like a breathalyzer but i know that like your lungs are just like heavily filled with like a lot of veins and i know somebody that got pulled over for uh swerving while driving and the cop pulls him over at the gas station all they had was one white claw earlier like maybe two maybe hour and hour before but they were on two xanax ah and the cop was like all right we're gonna breathalyze you he's like fuck you all right do it then blows like a point zero zero hope this person doesn't listen to our podcast point zero (laughs) like something way below the limit the cops are like all right like this kid's not fucked up on alcohol but he's fucked up we're gonna take you back to the station with us he's like all right i'm not drunk but you guys better take me back to his you know he's just he's blacked out off zans he doesn't know what the fuck's going on dumb fuck signs the papers for them to give Uh him a uh, piss report like he does uh, a drug test. You don't have to sign off on that shit. Right. But he signs off on it because he's. They're like, yeah, just sign this. The fucker didn't read it. Just signed it. And it's like you just signed, agreed to a piss test. Yeah, but and they should have done blood. They were. If he had denied the piss test, like a smart person, they probably would have went for the blood drawn. Yeah, but, but like Xanax know, can stay like in your pee for a long time. I mean, like, you know that, what I mean? Xanax is in your piss for two to three days. I know, so if he Not did it a day it ago, then they can't charge him for driving. You know what or I mean? He ends up, regardless, he ends up taking right. the test. And they fucking, they watch you. Everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he ends up taking the test. They let him sober up, and they let him go at like 7 a.m. to his car. But it takes a month later for the report to come in. The Xanax obviously shows the fuck up, and they revoke his license for a year. Really? Yep. No, he has driving privileges for work, but he can't fucking do anything else. And I was like, bro, like, this fucked up, but, like, shit, like, these cops aren't stupid. Like, they're going to, I don't care how fucked up you are. You got to have some kind of basic understanding of law and your rights. You know what the fuck you're getting yourself into. Yeah. My dad tells me, if you can't talk your way out of a speeding ticket, you probably deserve it. 
Well, not everyone grew up with a lawyer. Not everyone's a fucking white, man. That's true. You don't always get a I chance know, to talk to somebody. That's true. I know, I know how to play my polite card. I know how to play my white card. And I use them well. Like, I got myself out of an 88 and a 60, a 57 and a 35. The most I've ever got myself out of is smoking weed on the highway with the homies. By a state trooper. And they pull us that over. That is tough. Dude, my dad tells me, he's like, you pulled over by a trooper, you're fucked. He pulls me over for some bullshit. He says I was too close to the car in front of me, which was bullshit. Okay. He pulls us over because we had smoke billowing out of the fucking sunroof. <laughs> That's the only reason. And he's like, dude. And he let me know. He's like, bro, I pulled you over because we could fucking see the smoke. We smelled it from our fucking car. Yeah. I'm like, yo. He's like, yo, what do you got on you? We're like, I'm like, only the blunt we were smoking. He's like, all right, I'll be right back. Goes Check, back to the car. End up checking the whole car. He's, he's like, yeah, he, ch- he searches my whole car. He's like, he we puts us back in the car. He's like, driver, come here. And I have a video of this. <clears throat> he he goes, he goes, all right. I talked it over with the boys. He's like, we're not really pulling people. We're not really, you know, trying to do the paperwork. That's really what he said. Like, we're not really trying to do the paperwork for uh, weed or marijuana, whatever infractions or whatever. So he's like. What I'm going to have you do is just, you know, all we had was this blunt that we're smoking. We probably got, we had like a quarter of it less, maybe less, you know. And he goes, I just want you to stomp it out. We're just going to, we're going to watch you stomp it out and we'll let you go. I'm like, all right. I'm like, yo, this is hilarious. <laughs> like, do you guys mind if I record? <laughs> so I get my Snapchat out. I can't believe they let you do that. He's like, no, nah, dude, whatever, man. Like, do your thing. You know, freedom, <laughs> free, you guys, it's America. He's like, don't forget what I feel what like I saw man. this. Yeah, like I, I had him on Snap. Because he, li- he was, him and the two others. Yeah. Right, we, Don't say their names. And the two others were leaving the house, <laughs> maybe three of them. And yeah, they're coming from my that. place in Kent. And yeah. I literally just like wake up the next morning and see this. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm calling him like, yo, yo, what the fuck happened? Yeah, I'm like, dude, they let us go. And uh, as soon as they let us go, I mean, we got a couple miles ahead of them. And I'll, we fucking lit up the other blunt that they didn't find in the homie sock. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no harm, no foul. What's crazy, crazy about it, though, right? is the city, the part of the highway you got pulled over in, yeah. Twinsburg, mm-hmm. would have definitely written you the ticket. And like, Yeah, I think it was just a good day. It might have been, like, early Sunday morning or some shit. But it, it's so crazy. Like, yeah, even it was though like a the lot of their shift, and they just want to yeah. go I'm, home. I'm right. telling you, from county to county, city to city, oh, each, yeah. all the police are so fucking different. You get caught right. with no, weed, Xanax, Coke, in Cuyahoga County, you're probably- they Put you under the probably, jailhouse. No, misdemeanor. Kyle does not give like they're more with helping you than fucking trying to arrest you. Like, dude, you can you can call the grandma you can call the grandma coke, they're gonna write you a ticket. You can call the next day of the grandma coke, they're gonna write you another ticket. You can call the third day of the grandma coke, they're like, all right, we'll probably should take you to jail. You caught with I'm like, dude, this is the same grandma two days ago. You can call with a little bit of coke (laughs) right over in Geauga County, you're going to jail. Yeah. These these little subtle differences in just the borders right there. Mm -hmm. And then the cops to themselves within the same county. You got Twinsburg. You got Stowe, but as soon as you get into Kent, they don't give a fuck what the fuck you're doing. They're just like, oh, you're a fucking idiot. Here's the ticket. But, like, Twinsburg and Stowe will take you to jail. Nobody else like, I, my, will this, understand. My dad had a client who went to jail for a roach in his car in Stowe. He had a fucking roach. I mean, he was so high, he pulled over on the free, freeway and had to go to sleep. Don't want to do that. Which is fucking idiotic. My dad's like, are you a fucking idiot? Oh, keep a buddy my dad's in like, your are car. you a fucking idiot? But the kid went to jail for, for a roach of weed. Which is fucked up. Then on top of that, he was supposed to go to a drug course, showed up two minutes late, and they locked the door on him. Shit. Damn. He punches a window out. Oh, my God. On top of it all. 
Well, that's but, just stupid. But I'm, like, it's, it's just weird how the law treats it. Like that whole shit with Oregon, my dad was like laughing about it, but he goes like, really, it's kind of a smart idea. It like, is smart. Not like certain certain amounts of what you have there is right. questionable. Like you're not gonna have. I mean, I guess weed's not one to bring up. But you're not gonna have like fucking an eight, or you're not gonna have like twenty grams of coke and tell me this is all yours. Yeah, this is personal use, bro. Right. You're it's not gonna me. have. I think you can have well, up to I like think, eighty Xanax yeah, in gonna, Oregon. Really? Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. That is as a lot. long as you don't get caught with little fucking baggies. Like if you have one, if you have like two or three, if I could call it an ounce of weed, and I have two or three bags in the car that aren't tied to it, they're gonna to think. Sell. That's exactly what the fuck they're gonna hit you with. Hit you it's not. It. It's all that little extra items in there. That don't can, have a scale on you, kids. Keep the balls out of your car. Smoke yeah, papers. Yeah, some shit not to ride around with. Just smoke papers. Don't even smoke blunts anymore, okay? They, they'll use blunt wraps against you, too. Blunts you, you look have a like guns. Kids get killed over blunts. If you have a switcher on you, you don't even have weed in it. They'll use that against you. I'm telling yeah. you. Don't pull out your switcher wrapper. It looks like a gun. Don't reach for your wallet. <laughs> fucking, I will blow you away, guy. Anyway, I wanted to bring up, you just said uh, they didn't let that kid into his drug program. They locked the door on him. Yep, two minutes later. You know what that reminded me of? That Drake and Josh episode. <laughs> Where oh, I feel like I, I think Josh that. is late to the test. Oh yeah, because of Drake, he didn't like wake him up or something. Yeah. Shit. he was supposed to wake him up. I totally forgot him about him. <laughs> then they get mad. You know, he's fucking furious at him. Just like stops talking to him. Drake's life becomes a mess. God, what a what an episode. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, I want, what's the thing? I only brought that up because what's the people that fuck dead bodies? Necrophilia. Oh, necrophilia. Oh, yeah, that was. What? What does uh, that, that have was, to do with the Drake and Josh? Forensics, I just, that was something like was that's stirring what I was my mind. About. See, that's just what people think about every single time. Like, no. just like, just they think about bodies. like, yeah, or like everyone's like, I'm like, oh, I'm a forensic science major. She's like, oh, you just want to see dead bodies all day, <laughs> don't you? And I'm just like, no, I'm literally working a lab. <laughs> we went to school with a girl who uh, was a murderer. No, she went on. No, I don't think so. No, she went on to be um uh fuck a mort. How do you say it? mortuary? Mortician, like mortician, maybe. whatever. She works in the morgue. Yeah, bodies. I applied for a job to work in the morgue and like just basically like organize the bodies. Which like yeah, <laughs> but I don't even work in a crime lab right now. Me, but do you ever know me and Mick? Doctor Hale sent me and Mick on a field trip, like on a Tuesday for med tech to go to a forensic lab in University really? Heights. Yeah, me and Mick on a Tuesday spent our whole entire seven a.m. to fucking three p.m. Doing a whole tour, private tour, which is me and him, of a forensics lab. We watched a dude saw open the head of a fucking body. You saw that shit. Yes, it was fucking horrible. (laughs) You were definitely in like a morgue then and not a forensics lab. I can show you the building, University Heights. We watch a burn victim come in and the dude does the DNA on the burn victim's fucking fingers. Horrible. There's just a smell in the air. That's like, yo, what the fuck? There's constantly cops coming in and out. Did you know at that moment like you didn't have the stomach for it? It's not. It wasn't my stomach. I was just like, dude, this smells. The fuck. smell is. Like, yeah. I, I can't do People this. People say that like, like not it's the pe- worst smell in the world to like it's be like a crime scene because crime scene investigators have it like the worst because you're showing up and like everyone's like, oh, it seems like such a cool job, and I'm like, okay, if you want to be like lying in bed and you want to be on call and you have to be called at 3 a.m. to dig through like a muddy garbage can while it's raining outside to find a dead body, then like if you think that's a cool job, then. <laughs> This is for you. Be my guess. What? Does it pay good? No. It's like very average, I guess you could say. I think it would be like the same pay as like being like a cop. 
So you're saying being Kanye West pays more. Mm. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. <laughs> anyway. Um, so do you, wait, do have you ever, do you have, do you anticipate working with bodies? Is that something you? Um, I would work in a, like, medical examiner's office for sure. I would, like, my, at first, like, when I first switched to forensics, like, I really wanted to be, like, um, a pathologist assistant like that's basically like a nurse for the medical examiner like just helping them with like um autopsies and stuff i I could do that i wouldn't want to actually like i mean i would be a crime scene investigator like i think i can handle it and like i think it's like an experience but most people who are crime scene investigators only do it for a few years and they're like yeah i'm out well, but like it's such an evil profession. You can see how fucking twisted. Evil. Oh yeah, bro. You no, see how I fucking twisted people yeah. can really be. I've met a lot of like crime kids. scene investigators. They say they're just like so cynical. They're like, yeah, you work here for like a year and you're just gonna start making like jokes about like people being dead and stuff. Like they're like, Speaking you just have to like joke about it because you see like messed up stuff. Speaking about dead babies, how do we feel about abortion? <laughs> I drove by an abortion <laughs> clinic this morning on my way to breakfast <laughs> with my fucking uncle and cousin. And I just, and all <laughs> this old dude's just one. wearing a fat oh fucking sign, bigger, like, probably five meters across, and it says, sinner repent, turn I back. I hate that stuff. And then another woman's holding a sign, fatherhood is important, don't kill the baby. And there's like 20 people out there, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I just, I, something like just triggers my fight or flight about just like hardcore Christians, like, protesting you're trying, you're trying abortion. You trying to fight? Oh, it just makes me so angry. I mean, your body, your choice. I mean, I know people who like literally were like so religious that like they voted for Trump only because of abortion, which like doesn't even like really correlate like that much. And oh shit! Like, why is that? <laughs> why is that the biggest? Like, why issue is that what you? you care about so yeah, much? Bro, like, like, it's crazy. I mean, some people are, I think are brainwashed, but. Christ hey. will do that to you. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Here we fucking go. I mean, like, I'm not, like, I mean, if that's what you want to believe, then, like, you have the right to do that in America. But so I just funny. think that, like, trying to get into other people's faces and trying to, like, provoke them and actually start arguments and making people feel bad for, like, their own decisions. Like, you have, like, the right to your decisions. Like, a lot of people have the right to their own, even if you don't believe in it. Like, I, I just thought we never reach a part where religion and politics tie into each other. And that's the kind of society. Like, oh, well, you're going backwards then, because I mean, like religion has been in politics since like the start of politics. But now we're just nigga. trying to get rid of it because we think it's actually kind of messed up. Nigga. Separation of church and state, bro. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what we're trying to do now. But like, I mean, the start of politics like was heavily, Lost. heavily focused on religion. Did you have a I mean, you weren't in the Bible Belt technically, but did the like was that an influence down in parts where you were? I don't know. Tampa, Florida is more like hell. Tampa is literally like everyone that I went to school with is from the Northeast. Like everyone. And that's a whole different type of group of people compared to the Midwesterners that I was used to. But in Tampa, everyone we're I modest, met was from the Northeast. Folks. I hate that we're called Midwest though, but go on. We are I know. Midwest, it doesn't make it sense, but... It. Um, when you look at a map, though, it's like... I know, we're not in the middle. I was not in the Bible Belt, was not near I, the Bible Belt. I passed through the Bible Belt quite a few times. Like, I had to stay in Tallahassee when the hur Hurricane Irma hit, and I would hate, hate, hate to live there. I oh, my God. I just driving through the south when I'd see the big fucking crosses 
all white, it's, like fucking uh, for no reason, fifty meters high, and just you. Like, you don't like that. I don't fucking. Like it's that actually shit. like unbelievable how normal it is to like showcase your Confederate flag like in the South. Like we think that it's gone and it's like normal there, and it's like actually so messed up. Like you can literally just like ride around with your truck and a Confederate flag, and it's like normal. I feel like you um, you cannot do that here. We'll visit Florida. There'll be some fucking guy in his truck. He'll have the fucking Confederate flag. Oh, like, yeah. Well, yeah, because your sister lives yeah, there. The people- like, on the window. And he'll hop out of the car and be like, what up, my nigga? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I really just don't even know where anybody's allegiance is. Like, niggas with Confederate isn't it, flags. Isn't it weird, like, though? Like, the hillbillies get along with black people really well. I don't know. You got to be a certain type of black person for them to get along with you really well. Like, I tell, I've told people this. <laughs> like, I feel like... Because we always talk about how, like, um, I'm able to talk to anybody and shit like that. And I could I get along with a lot of people, you know, off the rip. When I first meet people, they always say, like, you my favorite out of the group and shit like that. And it's like, well, you compare me to a bunch of fuckers. <laughs> you know, like a bunch of fucking lowlifes. But, <laughs> um, but I think it's it's partly because as a young black man... And the stature that I that I you know have, I'm non-threatening in a couple of ways. Like one, you know, you see a bigger black dude. I think most people are on edge when they see him in public. If he's by himself, especially if he look like he's not having the best day or some shit, you might be like wary of him. Let me not get too close to this nigga, right? <laughs> I've been there too. You know, you can admit it. But um, <laughs> but me, see, look, I'm a smaller dude. I'm only five seven. You know, I'm not the tallest nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'll beat your ass, most of y'all. Don't try me or nothing like that. You know, I'm good in the hood. Don't fucking get it twisted, but, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but, you know, I'm a smaller nigga, so I think when people come across me, they're not worried that they, I'm about to take their life, like, with my fist or anything like that. They're not worried that I'm going to cause them bodily harm. So already that already takes off pressure from it. Your voice threatening? Ah. Uh, I think my voice is more soothing than threatening. I could use it to be yeah, threatening, yeah. but I don't really care. Like smooth like, oh, jazz. Shit, hold on, let me, <laughs> tell let me, tell me just watch my pockets real quick. I'm dead. No, see, but like, so it's that thing. Like, they see me. I'm non-threatening because because of my stature, because I look all right physically. I'm non-threatening. Then Energy. it's the thing of me being black. They're like, he's not gonna snitch on me. If I was doing something illegal, I don't have to worry about him. He's a young black kid. He don't like the police. Like they were. I think they, they mind go that way. So then that that takes pressure off of them too. They're like, all right, if I was doing some shit that I wasn't supposed to be doing, I don't got to worry about him looking at me. And then two, I don't have to worry about him beating my ass. I'm probably, you know, they probably sizing me up, thinking they could fuck me up. It's not the truth. Don't don't go there. Anyway, so I think <laughs> I think those two <laughs> off rip when you see me because that's all you get, you know, from the from just looking at me. Um, that helps, right? That helps take the tension off, but. Yeah, I don't know. Who's we talking? We're talking about racist people. We're Florida. talking about hillbillies. Yeah, <laughs> I think that, that helps me. So one part I kind of want—I want to go back real quick. To, yeah. So we were talking about the Me Too movement. One thing I've seen kind of come up with this too is, and I, I don't know the name of what it's about, but it's like, you know, identifying as a black person, like things you got to grow up with and like stand for. Like you're talking about as a black person, like everybody's like, oh, he's not gonna snitch. And that's that's totally just my you, theory. Do you like, ever feel like there were certain things like because of your color you like you like, just had to do even though you like might not stand for? Say what? Say that again. So like because of the color of your skin, there's uh-huh. certain things that come like 
that are the stereotype with the culture and it's like i might not agree with it but because of that i have to go along with it no 100 percent. like i would have never even tried to play basketball in my life <laughs> <laughs> if niggas didn't play basketball like i wouldn't even have tried it i wouldn't even have put myself out there like that now fucked around and f- had to find out the hard way that i wasn't good at basketball <laughs> at all you know what i'm saying that shooting the basketball over the backboard would be a first cue but you know what i'm saying like that that took some some wind out of my sails as a black man <laughs> i was <just> like <laughs> fuck i gotta rap you know <laughs> but uh no i don't know i mean it's a lot of shit with this black shit like there's so much shit and i think i learn about shit every fucking day honestly like especially being an adult now you hear so many different sides of this shit and so many you know the whole thing about being black in america is that we don't know our history you could be from you could be indigenous and not know like you know what i'm saying like you'd be straight up your people could all be from you know native american and you just got brown skin you know what i'm saying y'all you know you got mixed in somewhere here and there or whatever but like the majority of your family is really from america but the whole thing about like every black person we just don't know where are where the fuck we from we don't trust that 23 and me shit like we <laughs> trust that shit the like dna to the fbi you know what i'm saying so it's just like i don't yeah. know man it's a lot of mystery to to being black like how the fuck do we really end up here like was i already here well the one thing that you know just kind of comes to my mind is like often oftentimes in high school like i remember that we joked at the lunch table like nah he's a white black person yeah i don't like that i don't like shit like that I've grown out of, like maybe that shit might made me laugh back in the day. I might even make jokes like that myself. Right. But today, man, nah, man, I don't fuck with that shit. Like, <clears throat> I think if you if you uh, a dark skinned person in this country, you should be standing with the other dark skinned people in this country because y'all don't know where the fuck y'all are from. Like, just admit that to yourself. Like, stop telling yourself that you from here or you from there, or that this is your land and that's your land and these are people and that's your people. Like, fuck that shit. Like. We here, we Americans now, nigga. Like, fuck. Like, make America great. So let me period. get you with the other side of the coin. Do you think everybody jumping with... I think it was, like, I think it was a good movement. Black Panther bringing Wakanda and everybody, like... How does it turn into me? No, no, you no, should no, really no, no. turn so into, the, gets, ga- into the host. Like, the what the fuck? Now. Do you, so do you think everybody... That's black jumping with the Wakanda shit, even though they jumping might with the what is this Wakanda shit, <laughs> nigga? This is from right, a movie, a Marvel yeah, movie. Say, but, dude, like no, a super this is sci-fi. No, I, as as super movies, Wakanda it is. Does that does not movie, exist, right, people. It's as, not real. Don't fucking ask me about Wakanda outside of this fucking no, podcast. No, but do you, so let me ask you: so Do you think people <laughs> saying like that's what they represent and shit is? It's like, <laughs> hey, wait, <laughs> niggas can't see. He just put the X up with his arms. Hell no. <laughs> no, so do you, so let me ask you that: Do you think when people jump with that shit, it's like, all right, bro, chill that shit out, or do you think it's something that's good? Who the f- hey, who the fuck? <laughs> I'm curious. Like, who that's coming what I'm like that? Who coming with the X's in their arm? Talking no, about but all right, all right. Black Lives Matter and shit. Get the fuck out of my face. I'm just saying though. <laughs> fuck. Give me nigga. a proper response. What do you? What do you say? <laughs> what, what, what am I? <laughs> I don't like that so you were shit. Okay. About pe- like people not knowing really where they're from. So do you yeah, think yeah. everybody's just saying like at least saying Wakanda forever? Like. Wouldn't that represent them? Whatever, bro. Like, I probably sound like a fucking ignorant. You like sound ignorant. so ignorant. But it, it's no. more out of an ignorant ignorance of being uneducated. Right, right. More. I'm just saying, like. But that's the thing. Like, that's the thing. Like, you know, you're gonna have these black people that that are trying to come off like they're educated, like they know something. But it's like, really, how do you, how how do you know, bro? Like, all the, all this information has been like muddied up and shit like we don't we ain't getting facts bro anything that you can get in from some book or some shit like i'm sure that it's coming with a bias i'm sure that it's 
coming with something that's hidden a little bit. Like everything is not factual. Like is you know, it, what I mean? you can't lean on history like that. Like it's not concrete it, enough. Does it fuck you up when a black person's racist to another black person? Do it fuck me up? Nah, yeah. I totally understand that shit. I was just talking with the homie the other day. Like we was in the car <laughs> the other day. This nigga said in traffic. Like he's like, damn, I hate niggas. Just cause like he got he got caught up. This nigga swerving and shit. He fucking was driving wild and shit. But he like, I hate niggas because he got cut off in traffic. I'm like, you just did you just did that shit earlier. But I was like, after he said it, I didn't think about you know, I didn't chastise him. But I uh I was like, man, I hate niggas too. <laughs> I'm like in traffic and at restaurants, that's the worst that's the worst place to be around some niggas, bro. Niggas got terrible fucking customer service. I hate the Popeyes on Lee or Lee Road past Harvard. It sucks. I mean, they fuck it. I go there a lot. <laughs> but they motherfucking, they shit always fucked up, man. You, they mic never work. Like, when you're going to drive through, they always put they put a piece of paper up. They're like, it's like, pull to the window. It's like, bro, why don't y'all get this shit fixed, bro? But anyway, I, I digress. <laughs> I digress. Do I, do I not like when uh, black people are racist to each other? Black people shouldn't be racist to each other, man. Fuck that shit. There's too many white people out here that we could be racist to. Um, we gotta take advantage of that shit. We gotta we gotta change the ties for real. I think we it's too many it's too much pump faking in my community. I really want us to do, to like you know be about that shit and um, try to get to the bottom of some of the some of the mysteries in our culture and things like that. But to get it off of me, man, to end this conversation, like yo, be nice to black people, straight up, everybody, no matter what color you are. You know what I mean? Think about if you didn't. Think about if you couldn't be proud of your heritage because you didn't took, know it shit about it. Took it. me a while because you didn't know shit about it. Right. You went to Israel. You came back. You was a different nigga. You know that was. You was like, oh fuck, like Jews really some shit. Like we really got the Jews <laughs> and shit like no, this. Like I, da, da, also, da, da. what I learned. It also came in with is like you're part of a community that at some point in time or still is. Uh, I don't discriminated against like people used to really fucking go against so you yeah. you can walk up to a black person not knowing them and share a background where you've dealt with racism at some point like everybody in israel at some point dealt with being uh people were prejudiced towards their religion right and it was just something like you know most jews i would just ignore but when i came back from israel i was like yo like i share a background with them even though like we're not the same personality we have one similar thing that truly at the end of the day but plays you know a- what plays into that is like you got that birthright trip to go back to yeah. where you know where your people have settled you know what i'm saying and then you get to learn firsthand from those Shout people out the germans for paying that and all your tax dollars yeah, i'm dead <laughs> but you know what i mean you get to go back hand you know back to firsthand get them get them lessons and get them stories and get that get that heritage from those people like there's nothing like that for us because they don't know they can't pinpoint where i'm from they can't pinpoint where my people came from how we got to this they just feed us this story that it's all from slavery. And I don't, I don't buy that shit. You know what I mean? I believe that there's black people all over the world all the time. You know what I'm saying? That's why we need to take yeah. a trip to Japan or China. Because I want to walk around and people think, you know, they're just like, oh, I've never seen one. Take a photo But anyway, you. let's get off of this because it's got kind of heavy. And I really don't feel like this is the table to be having this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I feel very like I'm the, I'm the, I'm the guest on this episode. But uh, back to back to Erica. <laughs> You're fucking Asian. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're Asian American? Or you I'm dead since we don't well, race. Fuck. I'm like, I'm 25% Asian because my grandma on my mother's side Can was born in Japan. Indian? 
when you say Asian, you're Japanese. 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 And then I'm also Italian, like mostly Italian. And then my dad's mom, like, everybody's mostly just Italian. says that she's like Hungarian. Around or here. That's just the vibes. I know. Yeah. That's how you survive. High Unfortunately, school. that's yeah. the truth. But yeah, I feel like, I mean, I never have been to Japan, so never really understood that. My grandma passed away when I was in eighth grade. But I mean, one thing that definitely stuck around was like the food. That's like my favorite food, really. So, and just like random things that like my mom does. That's just like kind of like from my grandma. My, but yeah, like my grandma was born there. She actually has a crazy story. I could write a book about my grandma. She was born in Japan. Like during World War II, she was like eight like or something like in between like eight and 12 she lived right like right in nagasaki but her dad was in the japanese navy like knew that these atomic bombs were coming her family like got clearance to evacuate she had to live in the mountains like for a long time then she came back home and like her town was like fucked up from the atomic bombs she ended up like marrying someone or dating someone in the american like military who was stationed in japan got pregnant, had to move to America because the baby was half American in Japan right after, like, Japan got, like, destroyed, like, with atomic bombs, like, a few years earlier. So there was just, like, a lot of, like, like, if she had an American baby, like, it just, like, would not be good. So she had to move to America. Didn't know English. Then her life started in America, and she got married four times after that. So, yeah. Damn. Yeah, she was a crazy story. Are you trying to have a crazy story? What? Are you trying to have a crazy story? Oh, I don't know. You know? You I mean, like, a lot that? of her story, I think, is kind of sad. So, mm. I don't... I think I'm just going to live my life. I don't think I really do anything too crazy. But I also feel like I just, like, do what makes me happy every day. I haven't really been planning anything out. The worst, the worst but best advice I ever got, I was going through some shit, and a mentor of mine goes, Yeah, you think this is the worst thing to happen to you? You haven't fucking lived. Everything is going to get worse. Each yeah. and every time you think it can't get worse, it's going to get worse. God, I get a kick out of and this And I was like, shit, okay. He goes, no, like, I'm God, telling you. God, that makes me feel good. From a, from a dude that graduated, never starting his college lineup, and then he's about to make money, gets stabbed and gutted, and he wakes up from that, and he's about to make money, goes broke, and now he's making millions. He's like, I don't know when my next fuck up is going to come, but it's going to be worse than getting stabbed and going broke. He goes, I'm a millionaire right now, but I don't know when Jeez. it's coming. That's a lot to, like, deal with every day. Like think that the, like, the worst is still the come. I know that's just so pessimistic. Right. I mean, I mean, I guess like if you're going through something, you're like, oh, like oh, it could be worse, but, yeah, but yeah. still to like worry, millions. right? Fuck, it's just, you can't worry. You can't worry about what bad is about to broke. come, but you just gotta be prepared in a way. Uh, yeah. That's crazy. Like I don't know if Auschwitz was the worst thing for my grandfather. Truly, at the age of fucking eighteen to twenty. Like, shit could probably did get worse at some point from being in the fucking Holocaust. At least that's what it feels like mentally or... Yeah, I mean, times. you have to live with the trauma after. I feel like that's a big part of... That's just crazy. I think it's interesting now, like, a lot of people are foreseeing uh, R4 going to see a psychologist, that it helps, but, like, a lot back then, like... If you were involved with gangs, if you were involved with drug dealing, if you were involved with being a lawyer and the law and certain things, like seeing a psychologist meant you were weak. How do you feel about therapy? Oh, I think it's a great thing. Have you done it? You think psychologists yes. are sometimes sellouts and it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, no, because I, I mean, maybe, but.
but I don't think that therapy is really like a way for a psychologist or a therapist to fix you. I think it's a way for you to like organize your thoughts and say them to someone that you can trust. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like I mean like a huge thing in therapy and like like I've talked about this like with like Brett is like they're supposed to Who's Brett? My boyfriend, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> um they're like supposed to ask you like the right questions to get you to like make good decisions for yourself and like to kind of like i guess rewire like how you think about things which i mean isn't necessarily always the case but i mean like they're not supposed to solve your problems for you so like i mean i guess there could be like a sellout or whatever but i mean i think that like just talking about your problems out loud to someone that like is confidential is like cathartic in itself so do you feel like you can therapize without going to see a professional or really without paying someone close friend or probably yeah like you, like, I mean, when you think about it, it's just the person who right. took some. I mean, a lot of therapists just took psychology as an undergrad. You gotta get a fucking doctorate, though. Which like doesn't really like. I mean, it definitely teaches you how like the mind works and everything, but it's like, it's not like teaching you how to like solve someone's depression. Like that's not a textbook thing, and that's one thing that I do hate about some like therapists and like some ways that like. like even like health teachers and shit like that like they just go about like mental illness and stuff like that as if it's like a textbook thing and that there's like a textbook way to like solve it or like answer questions about it but it's like so complex for each person so i feel like everyone just kind of has to like be in charge of like doing that like for themselves in a way and just making the effort and then it will like eventually come hopefully do you um do anything in your life that that you that you know for a fact like helps your mental state that like, clears your mind if you're fucked if you're going through something or anything like that i feel like it's so like like i feel like lately mm. i have been so like bad at that like i just get lazy and i'm like oh i don't want to do it when i was at school i would journal every single morning every single day and i i got this one journal that was like basically saying like oh today would be great if this happened or like i'm grateful for this and like you're you're supposed to take five minutes to fill it out before you start your day and then like at night you take five minutes to fill it out saying something like good that happened today and i feel like that that was like a really good thing and like i need to start doing it again but But, like because i know you see that yeah i used to i used to meditate like a lot my freshman year of college when i was just like feeling like anxious about like everything but like and that was like such a cool thing for me to learn because i always just kind of thought i was too like antsy for it and like how did you go about learning to meditate I took a world religions class that like changed my life like it was the best class I've ever taken in my life like I was a science major and my favorite class was world religions and my professor was just so amazing she would practice the religion that she was teaching us like every week we would learn a different religion she would practice that for the entire week like just for like she taught two classes and that was it and like she would literally like practice like if we were learning about like Sikhism, she would practice Sikhism like completely the the diet, the dress, the like prayers, the readings. Every single the whole week she would do that just to like prepare to teach us. Like she was a dedicated professor and That's she cool. was so sick. But she taught us all about meditating and she would like she brought like coloring books to class. And we would like color in like mandalas and stuff but she like taught us about yoga and like meditating and like she we had to do a project where like we would have to we had to like practice something about a religion 
so like i did like a like research thing where i had to meditate every night for like 30 days straight and like record my like sleep like my dreams and like how well i slept how long i slept like if i woke up and like it helps me fall asleep like so much better good thing you don't you smoke do weed that or else you wouldn't remember your dreams i always want to know though because i have crazy fucking dreams. <laughs> i have the crazy i had a dream the other day it was cra- i can't even talk about it it was crazy okay i've had crazy dreams all the time though but like what do you what do you gain i always want to know what do you gain out of journaling your dreams um i never like really journaled my like dreams oh, okay. like yeah like I that i don't know but it wasn't for me like i was just like i just wanted Sometimes to remember I wish what I the I fuck did. made me wake up in the middle of the night and why it made me like you ever just wake up from a dream it's like god i don't want to go back to sleep real quick i kind of want to i want to go back and finish this i want to go back and finish sometimes this. it's crazy so yeah. sometimes like if it's a good dream like i might write it down because you'll see <laughs> i don't write anything so one thing down. i learned is like anytime you see a face in a dream like it's somebody you, if you don't remember it it's somebody walked by in public at one point that your brain just like can put a face on you don't create faces in your dreams it's somebody you walked by that your brain just registered a face real quick so like that used to fuck me up when yeah. i'd see unfamiliar faces and i would like write them and describe them and i'd be like all right i'm gonna try to find this person but i'll see very specific people like one of the dreams i had was this very specific person he's a he's an artist a, a rapper in the music scene and this dude this is crazy i really thought this was real life it, was, it literally happened like maybe in the past week and we got into this fight. I pull up to the studio, and as soon as I walk in, like, he's giving me, he's just throwing shade at me. He's like, yo, like, you don't really know so-and-so like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for this person or that person, you wouldn't even be here. And I'm just like, who the fuck are you? You know, I had a problem with that. I was like, what the fuck? Why, why are you coming at me like that? I'm like, I don't even know you like that. Like, we don't even talk, bro. Right. So, like, why are you fucking coming? I'll never talk to you in my life, you know? And... You know, this is a person I've seen before many times. I know him fairly well through mutual people. And it was crazy. Like, we got into this fight. We literally got into a physical altercation. And I wake up in the Beat middle of the ass. night. I mean, I gave him the business. Like, that nigga should have never had problems with me. It was part of that. Like, he started it. So, like, I had to finish it, you know, type of thing. But, yeah, I don't know. That shit blew my mind. I, was, I woke up in the middle of the night. And I'm just like, damn. Like fuck, bro. I kind of wish that was real, cause like, yeah, I was juiced. Like I woke up, I couldn't go back to sleep. I was fucking amped. Like I thought it really happened. Right. It's crazy. Yeah, I feel like I don't really like dream that much. That's just crazy. I'm just like. I'll go through fuck? like phases where like I do dream a lot. Then I go through phases where I won't dream for like a long. I haven't had like a nightmare in so long, and it's like weird. When I when I, just I have recurring when nightmares. I quit smoking, all my dreams started to come back. They at the first few months they were fucking me up because I was like I used to never dream like this I smoked weed for like a few years and all of a sudden when I quit this shit starts comes back immediately starts fucking me up and they start to feel real right. and I'm having the dreams inside of dreams again yeah, yeah. I and heard, they're really it's, starting isn't that so weird how you can't like like you don't dream as much if like you smoke and stuff and then yeah. when you stop it comes back like, that's no, just it, so it there's been a few times wild. I've woken up from nightmares from dreams inside of dreams and I'm like yo bro I don't want to go back to sleep because my mind's still registering this and the worst thing is I'll continue this fucking nightmare and it happens yeah and it's like and one thing my mom used to tell me when I was little, she's like, if you ever get caught in a dream, you want to get the fuck out of it or control, find your hands. So like, <laughs> I remember I would tell myself, find my hands, find my hands before I get killed, find my hands. That's like, crazy. It won't happen. And then all of a sudden, like, bro, 
I remember one of my dreams a few days ago. I could smell the dog shit in my dream. Ooh. I could no, smell I'll, it. Yeah. Oh yeah, you I can, can. I can like, feel smell my. Your I can feel when my feeling. neck. Gets or, yeah, I can feel pain. Like I yeah, felt like, pain before in my I've dreams. I got stung by a wasp in my hand, and I remember like I, it woke me up. The pain woke me up from the dream, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Have you ever like peed your pants yeah, in a dream, and then yeah. you wake up and you're peeing? Or you have a falling dream? And you Dude, feel I like when I was like literally so young, and I was like mortifying. Dude, that happened in my parents' bed one time when I was little. I just woke yeah, up mid piss and I was like, I'm finishing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm, I'm this far. Like, fuck, fuck this bed. <laughs> yeah, that'll fuck you up, though. I mean, my crazy, my dude. biggest fear, though, I'm not one, and I've never witnessed it, but to run into sleepwalkers. I've oh, always wanted fuck. to. I've, I've heard people I talk. Yeah, I, I heard people out. talk in their dream. Like, I heard Chuck talking in a sleep oh, about me the cousins, other night. I gotta, oh, oh, if man. my kid's a sleepwalker, oh, like, I I can't, can't handle up, that. I'm walking in my room and I'm going to make whoever do that. I cannot handle that. I had a buddy who's a sleepwalker and he goes, and, un- and whenever he's sleeping in an unfamiliar place, he'll sleepwalk into a corner or a closet and piss in it yeah. while sleeping. To this day. And standing. Oh, that's so screwed up. Yeah, it's pretty lit. We, we witnessed it. You can't time. wake him up. Yeah, we witnessed like it. We're like, bro, like, no, you're one door from the bathroom. Like, yo, just scoot over. <laughs> that would frustrate me so much. Right into the closet, right on somebody's shoes. Like, it was Ugh. crazy. Um, it's crazy. Absolutely right. insane. I was going to ask, though, about this religion class. Did yeah. that, where are you at religion, or with religion? I, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not with it. I'm even not after religious. All that, even after the class oh, changed your life? That everything? class, like, made me realize that, like, every religion has truth in it and that you need to respect everyone's truth. And I mean, like, even, like, as far as, like, paganists and, like, people are, like, pagans are, like, devil worshippers and witches. And, like, they're not. Like, they're just, they respect nature. And, like, they think that, like, nature can bring, like, healing. So, like, people think that that's weird. And then people are, like, oh, they are witches. And, like, they think, like, you know. Like, everyone has stereotypes about, like, every single religion that they aren't. And probably even about their own. But, like, I think that learning about all the different religions within a few months of each other. And, like, just comparing them all is, like, one, they're all super similar. They all go to the same truth at the end of it. And two is, like... It's honestly part of people's culture, too. Like, like you have to respect people's religions because, like, that's their culture. And I think one thing that pisses me off, like, so much just about, like, I guess Christians is that, like, they're, like, well, if you... <laughs> I was, like, fuck the Christians. Like, they've done enough. <laughs> well, I just hate when they're, like, if you're not Christian or even Catholic to go that far, you're not going to heaven. And, like, you're right. going to go to hell. And it's, like, it's, so it's you think so because amazing. someone was born in, like, China... <laughs> Because then they practice, like, Buddhism, then they're going to hell because that's where they were born and they were destined for hell and they didn't get a chance. peaceful people in the world. Yeah. I asked my 90-year-old uncle, a great uncle today, and I was like, you know. Shout out, bro. His his 91st birthday's coming up. July. He's a uh, real dickhead. Hilarious. It's hilarious when he's a person. I can say it. He's a dickhead. I mean, the dude's made millions of dollars, so he's just an old. He's not grumpy. He's a very enlightening years, positive but, dude yeah. but he's like he just doesn't have politeness to him but no, yeah, I asked him he's I, literally I was, a dude who give you he'll slap give you, you a couple of dollars bill. yeah to slap you in the face slap you hand you money it's hilarious yeah and he'll slap <laughs> you hard he'll give you money but he'll slap the fuck out of you but I asked him I was like hey like Uncle Arnold your 91st birthday is coming up in a month what's I'm curious what's your view on God 
He goes, I don't give a fuck about that shit. <laughs> he goes, I don't think about it. Why do I think about when I'm going to die and where I'm going to go? He goes, I'm going to live my life now. And at the end of the day, all I know is we're all going to arrive at death. You're about to die. What do you no. think about God? No. <laughs> you sound like a Christian on no, the side no, of the I road. Was, like, what do you <laughs> think with, with about this mother- God? This motherfucker. <laughs> Let me change your mind. <laughs> he was in the Korean War, Vietnam and shit. So he's yeah, seen a lot hilarious. of fucked up stuff. And I was just like, like, what's your view? Like on heaven hell and god he goes like what he said he didn't give a shit he goes we all arrive at death's door one way or another we're all not no one person is going out the same as another no matter how you die you all die differently yeah in your own but way but he's like at the end of the day we all arrive at death's door we're all either six feet under or turn to fucking ashes and he looks at me he goes i don't want to be fucking cremated make sure of it <laughs> but he's like at the end of the day it's like i don't see a brinks follow a hearse truck or I don't see a Brinks truck follow a hearse. He's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm, I'm dying. It's, it's the end. Right. Like, a hearse it is truck. what it is. But he, he one thing he brought bodies. up is interesting to me. He goes, like, he goes, my body may be there, but I think I'm going to come back as a dog or something. He goes, I think my soul will forever stay alive. And I'm going to come back as something. Yeah. And I was like, yo, that's like interesting. Like, so you think the soul lives on forever? He goes, in a way, yeah, I, I don't want to necessarily lives on forever. But he goes, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, the next thing is I come back as some kind of animal. Or maybe, you know, a fucking dog is really... a comes back as a person after they die he goes you just never fucking know and we'll never get the fucking answer and my cousin nico's being a fucking thing like what about the people that die for a few minutes or hours and they see fucking oh satan or god and he's it's like that's they're all- tripping on dmt because <laughs> literally like dmt no, goes, gets released in your that's brain that's when you're bullshit. dying that's all he goes that's all bullshit fuck them they can say whatever they want camera's in your face you got the fucking 15 seconds of fame let it rip you have followers. Yeah. yeah ultimately religion is just a blanket it's just a safety yeah. thing to help us get over the fact that we all are destined for death who's right to, who's to decide and to make sure that everyone's a good person like it was definitely put in place people are like hey let's like not put a bunch of animals into society and then like yeah. let them be let's just like exactly. tell them that if they like cheat on their wife then like they're gonna go to hell so that they and behave like, Adam, <laughs> Adam woke up one day and he saw his brother like fucking his kid he's like yo that's wrong. That really fucked me up. <laughs> I couldn't stop thinking about it all day. I was about to go with the fucked up kids. I don't know what was going to happen. One. Huh? I was about to go with the, what about having sex with kids? I'm glad you went the route first. No, but it's like, who's to judge what's good or evil at the end of the day? We all die. But I guess oh, religion man. was the thing that set the standard. Like, you can't just go fucking murdering people and be right. okay. Yeah, because that was something that people believed. And they were like, oh, what happens when you die? I might go to prison, but like like that doesn't matter like i just cannot go to hell right and that's what they believe well well, um were you raised christian or catholic see i was raised catholic i feel like that's why i like i'm not trying to like say like oh you shouldn't be christian i'm like i feel like i'm dog on christian but that's just the first thing that comes to my head because i like was raised catholic and like ever since i I could like process thoughts i was like this doesn't make sense like to me at least like, I was just, like, and especially because I feel like I've always had, like, a science head, too, where I was just, like, no, like, Adam and Eve, like, there weren't humans here before there was any other animal. I you were like, born a Scientologist. How bad that would suck. Well, that Scientology is, like. you get born in the Scientology. Jesus. Your parents are Scientologists? Yeah, but if you get born don't, to don't it, I mean, I'm sorry. Don't take the Lord's name dude. in vain. The Lord L. Being, Ron Hubbard? being a dick. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> No, I literally have Aaron Hubbard's well, book, I, I uh, just, Dianetics, which birthed Scientology, in my in my bookcase. It's one of the few books that I own. I just think it's interesting. <laughs> I went on my way to buy it. I just think it's like I, I want to
or even raped a kid and just done really messed up things, why the moment on my deathbed I accept Jesus Christ that I'm allowed to go to heaven? Like why the moment I've sinned, Dude, I'm I've sinned for 80 priest, years and brother. then five sec, the last five seconds, Lord, you're going to hell me. if you ask me. But <laughs> <laughs> His face, oh my god. I mean, as a Jew, hell's whatever. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, I'll, I'll see you there. Well, I will not be alone. <laughs> I don't know what floor you'll be on, but <laughs> <laughs> it's just somewhere in the middle. Because like I've always, you know, we have a buddy's friend whose mom is very religious. Or we have a buddy whose mom is very religious, I mean, and if I've you always really, wanted, bro, if you look at it though, like we have friends who are in pretty much every category that you could have, you know, mm-hmm. in every religion. I mean, I feel like so we have friends extreme. too that are really religious. Do we? Do we know is anybody? He? Is he really? His, I don't yeah, know. I, I didn't know that so. he adopted it. it. You know, I know that his family. For sure. You know, but um, I didn't know that. You no, know. he is, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't doubt it. I'm just saying. Yeah, I didn't know it myself. I feel like our generation is just kind of like being like, hey, maybe like that's not. <laughs> I feel like we're like the generations that actually like, starting to question religion like more. But like, I also feel like I don't know. Just like everything is just like spit out to you as a child. And you believe everything that your parents say. Mm-hmm. I mean, naturally, you're supposed to. So I just feel like, I mean, that's just how it gets, like, passed on. And so it's, like, it's not people's fault that, like, they are the religion that they no, are. I feel it. I think at one point it's harder to fight it a little bit. It's harder to fight the shit that you got told over the years as you were younger. And at one point, when you get to that crossroad, when you become an adult and shit, you're, like, this part of you is, like, fuck it. Like, let's just go with what we know. Right. And just, you know, just right. stick to what you what you got told. I got one last question that we can wrap up religion and maybe hit the fucking. We're gonna get into our topics here because. Did your priest ever touch you? Was that ever a thing? Like you guys thought to yourself? I mean, I don't have a. I never had a priest. I wasn't. I'm genuinely like, you know, as a kid, I like. I mean, there was never the rumors of rabbis touching kids, but like, I used to literally like be worried (laughs) for my friends. Like, I feel like there was just like a lot of like scandals with like priests and like pastors, like touching children i guess i thought it was i don't know i like i saw a documentary about like all these like girls that were like raped by this one priest at like this one high school and like there's just a lot of scandals with it using fucking god to get into some panties it just like that alone well it's not even using god it's just like using a sense of like authority and like you know like you're supposed to look to a priest as like for comfort and like for like they're your authority figure and like they're supposed to guide you in the right direction so if if they're telling you that like this is the right thing then like that's why like that's why like they're they have the power to do that more easy than other people which is fucked up which makes it even more fucked up for a priest to go and Oh, like 100%. That. But me personally, I've never had a personal relationship with a priest or anybody in, you know, yeah, clergy or whatever. Like, I don't fucking, I don't know. I wasn't really a church goer. That wasn't our thing. You know what I'm saying? My mom raised me a God. That's it. It'd be weird if I said I've been to church more, I've been to church more than fingers I have. Okay. You're Jewish. I don't fucking care. I just thought church was interesting. The first time I went, my cousin Nico threw holy water on me in front of everybody and screamed burn. <laughs> We're fucking nine. That shit hurt, didn't it? I was just, I mean, it I'm, I'm laughing, bit. but everybody's looking around with disgust. Like, what the fuck is And his thing, too, on top of it. I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> Wait, I have one more thing to say about yeah, this. Yeah. It's really funny. So I got, I got 
um, confirmed, and I had my I first say touched. <laughs> no, <laughs> I had my first communion, so Chill I got, confirmed, got confirmed in eighth grade. My grandma was like, when you get confirmed, like you have like a mentor or something that you choose. So my grandma was like my mentor, and she got me this like pendant that was like it's just like something from Italy, and it was blessed by the Pope in Rome. And like she had her friend buy this, oh, shit. and it was blessed by the Pope in Rome. And I literally was in eighth grade and I was just like, this is the dumbest thing ever because you're telling me that your friend went to a gift shop, a gift shop in the Vatican City and bought a charm, which was blessed by the Pope. So the Catholic Church is selling, they're selling little charms and things. Everything in this gift shop apparently is blessed by the Pope. So the Catholic Catholic. The Buddha would never. Yeah, they're selling <laughs> charms that are literally blessed by the Pope. So the Pope is a human being who somehow has a connection to God more than other people and waves his hand over charms and necklaces and things in a gift shop in the Vatican City and the force. then sells those things to people to think that they are being protected. Infused with the force. <laughs> maybe all right well, air it's yes like, it's, like, it's interesting though, but that's i think that is the that's what turned me off and i was literally eighth grade about to get confirmed that's what turned me off so hard that to like so catholicism funny. because i was just like your grandma shitty you're gift to making you. a profit over people's like beliefs and like their desire for comfort right my dad actually has a vine from um the garden that it was either adam and eve or jesus was in in from jerusalem he showed us this no i smoked that <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, my, my dad. My, so back what? in like the 70s and 80s, there was a lot of shit. Like you could go to the uh, Golden Dome. You could go like where Muhammad ascended to heaven. You could get into all parts of Jerusalem. I mean, now obviously it's different. You can't. But my dad went into the garden. I think Jesus ate like maybe it was Adam ate the apple, but he has one of the most holy stems of, of like an ascent, a descendant of the vine. And my yeah. dad was like, yo, when I was in this garden, like this was the most like I could feel the holiness. But to go on top of that, there's also my buddy's girlfriend's father is a rabbi around Beechwood. And th- and if you literally read two words in the Torah anywhere, he can finish the rest of the sentence. No problem. And they dope. say when you meet him, like if you have met him, ran into him, had a conversation with him, you've been blessed by God. It's and it's and But it's weird. Like why is this one person closer to God than me? And just by right. being around them, all of a sudden I'm blessed. What if I'm like, I fucking love the devil? Well, Harry, I don't have the fucking answers for you, brother. But... Fuck oh you. wait, wait! Well, one last thing. Do you think fucking Pope is charging that gift shop to bless the fucking necklaces? I mean, I feel like they're just using the profit off of people, like for shit that they or don't whatever. need. Yeah. I mean, when you look at d- churches too, and I mean, like this is just like a historical thing, and like we can't blame people of the past. But when you look at churches and stuff, they are literally the most beautifulest buildings in the world so much money is put into them i mean even when that one church burnt down literally you can't even remember the name of it uh, Notre and, Dame. yeah Notre so much people donated to that and i'm like imagine if you donated your money to things like homelessness or things say, that help people like the churches that don't house the homeless don't yes let people take right? shelter in them and things i like know that. and it's like i mean i think that churches that like do do that like there's definitely like that's a huge like good thing that like all should be used for that like completely but like so much money is put into churches their architecture is beautiful their upkeep costs a lot of money they don't have to pay taxes like they're beautiful so much money goes into it 
And if that money just went somewhere else and we could just like, you know, get our heads a little bit straight and like kind of fix things that are happening on planet Earth. Like 2023, we will officially be opening the Church of We Important. (laughs) 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 Just call it a church so you don't have to pay taxes. Exactly. What do you mean? All 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 the the t-shirts you buy, 80% of it will go towards the church. Twenty percent drugs. Seventy-five <laughs> percent of that eighty will actually go towards being important. Exactly, <laughs> and so I was making this podcast. Fuck it. We need weed money. If you're gonna put it towards <laughs> drugs. Put it towards like naloxone or something, and then just distribute that. Because we know what that is. Your money I'm gonna anyway. That's All right, let's move on. Though. Naloxone <laughs> is literally what saves people from overdosing on heroin. Doesn't get you high. Wait. No, it like we it's, don't want it. Is that the fuck, <laughs> is that the fucking uh, thing they stab into the chest with the the Narcan? Shots? That's oh, like no, yeah, Narcan. it's Narcan. They're Got about you. to put Narcan around Cuyahoga County. They should because but it's like break for emergency as soon as you break. Right. Oh, that's pretty Cops lit. Are fucking coming. That's pretty lit. But it's like you mm-hmm. see somebody overdosing on a fucking park bench instead of mm-hmm. calling nine one one, you could hit yeah. the glass. That's dope, actually. Yeah, we, we gotta Narc- worry though because well, like a lot of people will like buy it and then like literally distribute it around neighborhoods or like like homeless communities where like heroin's being used a lot because i mean it saves people's lives right that's dope um crazy keep some narcan kids it's fucking wild out here the opi- opioid epidemic is fucking real and some computer yes. board cleaner okay <laughs> <Gotta do> with- <laughs> <laughs> right. we- let's get into our segments we finally you know i think the first thing that we do every episode where we just talk for for an hour and a half we should just we should like name that i think that's just like that's we're gonna call it free speech. That's that's what we do every episode. We usually start off with free speech with our guest, and then we do our two topics. Anyway, all right, fuck. <laughs> we should do this off off a of mic, but anyway. Important life lessons. We just talk about fucked up stuff. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like in the beginning, you know, we do it every episode. We can figure it out. Whatever. We don't have to name it. <laughs> all right, onto our one our one of our two segments that we actually have named. Um, the most important hot take. Which is when you give us just some general, like, unpopular opinion, personal bi- to you. like I want a bitchy tweet that would get a lot of replies. Something that you feel like, you know, is part of your, you know, you that you feel about. Yeah. You. Something that would stir conversation. You like, not think that a lot I of people like, like so talk about controversial opinions. Hit I do too, you, honestly. Hit the yeah. one you want people to hear. That they well, might not necessarily disagree with, but they might be like they're gonna be caught fuck off what guard. They or hear. it can be something that everybody fucking hates. I feel like I have like two that are important. Let it rip. One is I, and I feel like Harry's gonna come at me, but I feel like okay. hard work, I, I like hard work, is a correlation to success, but it's not a causation. And I think that success for so many people is luck mm. and like privilege. And I think that so many, I hate when people are like, just work hard and like, you can get there. Just work hard and like. I don't disagree with this whatsoever. Well, like, I just feel like athletes are just like, oh, I got there through my hard work. And it's like, well, also your parents could afford to put you in programs since you were a kid. And it's like, I, so I think that there's just, and I've had this argument with like my own mom before. (laughs) Like, she's just like, well, like I worked hard and like I got myself out of like a situation and I'm like, yeah, but like you don't realize that you had to work like twice as hard as like someone else and someone else would have to work like 10 times harder than you 
to get to where you ended up positions of power all yeah and things. i think people are all born like steps ahead and behind other people and like everyone thinks that they're all at the same start line and like they aren't at all so like i don't think that hard work always leads to success i think that a lot of times success is from just pure luck and i also think that success whatever you want to call it is like your own privilege that you were born into i don't disagree with that at all i I feel like a thing like most people that are born upper class stay upper class but to even break that barrier when you're lower middle to get to upper class i mean it's impossible i like it's not impossible i mean i guess (laughs) i I also like people are like nothing's impossible i'm like there's a lot of things that aren't impossible sorry i don't don't want to stab anybody in the throat that is listening to this and is born upper class but like if your parents make if your parents make 200k (laughs) a year and it's like it's not if they own a business, if they if they're part of a I won't I don't say firm, but if they have some kind of business or something you can just get into, I mean you're kinda of just set. Follow right. that fucking path. Like, well yeah. People are like, I I started my own business from the ground up and it's like, yeah, but like also your dad gave you like forty thousand dollars to start that and Donald like Trump's like I started from nothing. My dad just gave me a million dollar oh, yeah. loan. He literally was born into like a real estate dynasty that like gave him so much and money. Then he had the privilege of fucking. I mean, the dude. I mean, he's smart, so he was able to go to one of the top schools in the country. But um, um, he had the resources to learn to allow him to get to that level. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I I've said this about Mayfield too. Like we don't realize how lucky we were to go to Mayfield High School, like as a public school. Yeah. Like we like I feel like even like everyone's like oh Mayfield's ratchet and shit like that, and it's like. Are you kidding? Like, Mayfield was such a good school, and, like, to go there for free, both. It is. It's it's an amazing school, and to go there for free is, like, such a privilege. And I used to, when I went to Mayfield, I'd be like, why would anyone go to private school? Like, why would anyone waste money on private school? Like, public school is, like, it's it's fine. But, like, public school, like, 20 minutes west of mayfield is not the same horrible yeah. and like Shout you dirty p pharma <laughs> worse than worse than pharma but literally like the opportunities that we had just from going to mayfield and to be able to go to mayfield free as a public school is like such privilege and itself and no one that we went to school i mean i'm sure there's a few but so many people don't realize that and like I mean, when you just, like, if you go to school in, like, East Cleveland, like, you don't have, like, a fourth of the opportunities that we had in Mayfield, and, like, that already puts you so far ahead as a first grader, like, and I mean, just, like, I mean, going up, and then it's, like, outside of the school, there's, like, so many other, like, effects of, like, how you're gonna grow up from where you're born land what city you're born in but i mean education like the school plays a huge role in that i think it's kind of interesting that you, as you like if you literally were to look at graduation rates and move 10 miles down or 10 miles west 10 miles west until you get to the middle of cleveland you just see a fucking slope drop yeah and it but the like the matters behind it is like faculty getting hired the environment people grow up in like a lot of shit's fucked up that kind of I don't want to say America set up black people to fail, but like <laughs> they did. Harry, they did. We know that. No, no, no. All right. Why do we get back <laughs> no, 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 to this? Come on. No, hold on, because they literally created ghettos to create communities to keep black people surrounded in. Yes. America is like still setting black people up to fail. I just saw some shit on Twitter. I'm pretty sure it was trending on Twitter today about the NFL changing some fucking rule about. Fuck. What did it say? Fuck. 
There's something to do with like, um, like head injuries and shit with black people. Like they they would assume that black people come into the league with like lower, um, fuck, I forget what they said. Some kind of thing. So lower brain activity. Let's just say in like general. CTE and shit. Whatever. Yeah. So like, so then those black people wouldn't. These black players wouldn't qualify for getting checked out for these like CTE and shit like that because they assumed that they were coming into the league with lower brain performance and shit anyway. So they just announced, they just announced, this is today, this is in 2021, they just announced that they're going to stop like assuming that black people are coming into the league with lower brain performance so that they could be checked mm-hmm. out for these, you know, to see how the game actually affects their mental capacities and shit. But that's just crazy to me. I mean, to this day, there's still shit that, you know, I'm oh, still paying I mean, for yeah. this shit. Like, I don't understand it. You know, I have nothing to do with none of this shit. I ain't pissed off no white people in my past life. Not, you know, <laughs> not that I know of. You know what I'm saying? So I don't get why I still got to, you know what I mean? To kind of why it ain't fair for us. Because I want to get to your second hot take. Yeah. I do believe that not hard work take, can beat natural talent. But as soon as natural talent decides to work hard, <clears throat> he'll never catch up. Yeah. Natural talent comes with having the ability, like born with the ability, the resources. Luck's just on your fucking side because maybe what you did in a past life, your parents. Like I said, but like you know, I'm a, I'm a big believer though. It's like I, I've seen kids that are fucking just hard workers in college, like dogs in the wrestling room. They just worked hard, but as soon as the kid who's got natural talent and lazy decides to really start to work, he's on a whole fucking different level, and it's like. This dude doesn't even bust his ass, but he's just born with it. But that's yeah. But it's like so many people are like born into like situations like where like they don't even have the opportunities to like like exercise their natural talents that they might have been born with. They don't have like they can't do that. I mean, like you did wrestling. I mean, there's so many schools like in East Cleveland that probably don't even offer wrestling or like like anything like that because they don't have the funding for it. And it's like talents I have outside of being the most hilarious person in the world like seven others at least <laughs> nigga i ain't get a chance to do marching band could have been on <laughs> no, I, definitely did I mean, we have to pay for that shit. Don't get it twisted. Well, yeah. Some schools Fuck. charge like they don't have, have money for that. Like, Fuck. they don't have enough funding, so you'll have to pay to play like football and shit. People don't have the money. Oh, to yeah. Fucking play and they. And I mean, like, and it goes so much farther than beyond just like what your school offers, because I mean, so many people have to drop out of school to like work to pay money, like to pay for their family and like in other neighborhoods so it's not even what your school's offering you but like what's going on at home or what's going on in your community a lot of people who like need to start making money for their family to like bring like food to like their home like they have to like sell drugs to do that and then they end up in prison and it's like we don't realize (laughs) (laughs) which is why i don't want that's why i don't want to go that way i'm not not, to feed my daughter i'm just saying that there's just so many factors that i feel like growing up where we did we just don't realize and like that's why leading into my second hot take that well you don't get really you really don't get two but it's the second hot take but real quick i get two i'm special just just pick one of the side what do you think is more annoying god this is your ignorance of racism or ignorance of uh being rich 
Which, which one is more I annoying? Just, yeah. <clears throat> dealing with a racist person or dealing with somebody who's just fucking loaded? Probably dealing with a racist person. Because, I mean, like. Mm, to me, I don't know. They're kind of tied, right? I mean, annoyed. I feel like rich people who are, like, loaded, like, they know that they are. And but they're, they're just acting annoying. like they aren't. No, I feel so like so they're, so they're not that annoying most of them. I think the, the racist people are more annoying. The rich people don't understand. I think the racist. The racists are more annoying. They they wear it differently. They wear it more proudly. They're just and more like hatred. Stupid. Huh? The rich wear it stupid. No, like rich is like whatever. Like you're rich. Like I don't. You might not be rich for anything that has to do with you. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but being Fuck. racist is just like showing to hate racist. towards another yeah. group of people rather than like just pretending like you're not rich. It's I don't just give like a fuck. like I don't give a fuck who taught you what when you was born, bro. Like. Bro, when you're an adult and you you're in America, especially in the North, um, you're you're making a choice to be racist. Well, like, that's why I'm saying the ignorance of it, though. Like you're not aware of it. Like it's just something like your parents either, you know, like you're taught. You just kind of were surrounded by it. Like the ignorance of racist. You don't know you have racist stereotypes yet. You do it, or you don't know you were born so rich yet you're blowing fucking money in front of your poor friends. You're like, all right, bros, let's go to Cedar Point, like, dude, and get fast lane passes. Dog, I don't have fucking one hundred eighty dollars to spend. Are you subtweeting Jason Zach right, right now? Right at the <laughs> no, fucking him, him and Blake. Let's, let's go to Cedar Point. Get the fucking, <laughs> let's get the season passes and get all the fast lane. I was like, like, yo, six seven hundred. I go, no, like, I just blew two to three grand at the casino. They I just do. spend their money on. Well, you hear what he just said. Like, don't let that go over your head. He just spent two to three grand at the it's casino. That's the only reason. Hold on, hold on. The only reason he's mad at I, them for yeah, so I let's made, just not. I made around four to five grand. That's not what we're talking so. about. See, that is the ignorance. Yeah, you, that we're you talking are about. the you problem. Are the, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand why we're friends. I don't get it I like anymore. Gambling. Anyway. <laughs> All right. On to your second hot okay. take if you want another one. Yes. Well, I do. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. You can have it. Yeah. I think that gen ed classes, so like, you know, the the classes that everyone's like forced to take that everyone complains about, they're important. Like the shit you're supposed to take as a freshman? That yes, that everyone complains us? about, they're like, important. Why? Because they literally teach you things that like you wouldn't learn otherwise, that a lot of things that like you didn't learn in high school and that you should learn. Like I said, world religion, I literally took to like complete an elective and it changed my life. I thought it was an interesting class yeah. for me. And it like it made me just so much more open to other religions and like it made me realize that like just like it just made me realize that there's so many stereotypes about other religions and I feel like it made me a more open minded person and to like a lot of other things. Sociology, everyone like a lot of people have to take sociology. That teaches you so much about like different like socioeconomic like statuses and like how I was saying, like how people are just born like in different like steps of the race like honestly and that teaches you important life lessons and honestly if a lot of people took like a simple biology class then they probably wouldn't be an anti-vaxxer so <laughs> see those classes and i guess you have a different perspective on it i didn't me, go to school I treated, and i don't fuck well, with that shit i mean the Gen classes, like, they're not I don't, sticking me like, with I know, shit like, when I took okay but i think I that like, you don't it. have to go to college to like i think that as long as like you educate yourself without like having to pay someone for it then like that's fine but i don't think that like people think it's worth it to like take the time to like actually learn these things when like and i like okay. if i could do anything like which like i eventually would love to do is like i would compile like a one class that's like a mixture of like religion sociology 
criminology, criminal justice, and corrections. Sounds like multiple semesters. And I would like, no, like just like one class and I would teach it to high schoolers who have to take it because it literally teaches you so much. And we did not learn any of this in high school. And like when I learned it in college, I was like, my mind was blown. We couldn't though because we were public school. Yes, you can. You're not allowed to teach religion out of public school. Yeah, you are. They taught us religion. We taught, we literally got like a bullshit, like, yeah, we got a bullshit, like, level religion in eighth grade. I was in Mrs. McCarthy's class. Yeah. I am. You're fucking liar, dude. You learn about Buddhism, you learn about Hinduism. They did like a bullshit, like one slide per religion, like little skim through in eighth grade. I'm saying like it's not like they don't talk about it at all. It's forbidden. I'm saying a whole class focused to like learning about religions. Like theology, you're not gonna see in high school, no. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, now that you bring it up, I maybe do recall learning about Buddhism and Hinduism. Yes, you did. But we like, all did in social it, was, it wasn't to extents that like we were forced to learn more than what the basic of the religion was about. Like I remember, yeah, no, they didn't open it up like yo. Well, these religions, like if you, you know. forced a world religion class and kids to go to a temple or some shit, the Christian mothers would fucking okay. But like you were, it's not like My you ex. are allowed to teach like religion factually. Like it's not like we're like a world religion class factually isn't being like word. you should be oh, can't be factual with religion. It's too hard to do. Well, like, saying, if like you're teaching, like, the practice... Yeah, that's, like, that's literally the class I took was just, like, what they practice, right. like, what they eat, Those who they the pray to, like, like, what they believe. You can't go well, deeper into Yeah, you can't, like... And there's, like, there's variations of every religion, but, like... Oh, that's the bullshit they spew. Whatever, the adolescent man. mind's vulnerable. At exactly. age 16, you can't teach my like Jewish said, kid about Christ. That's fucking bullshit. Okay, well, you are allowed to, though. Yeah. And it should be a thing because it would make so many people more open-minded. Same thing if you taught sociology. If you taught the things I learned, like, just from my criminology classes and, like, my corrections class. My two favorite classes in college were corrections, which is, like, the prison system and world religion. If people learn those things in high school, they would literally have such a more open mind and half the shit that I see people spew now, like, just wouldn't be a thing. Because, like, if you just learn the facts and you educate yourself about actual facts and, like, actual problems that are backed up by statistics, you can't argue that and, like, it's an actual problem and, like, you can't be ignorant to it. won't be so dumb. You're a big knowledge is powers type of person. Yes. For sure. She's fucking weird. I told you, bro. I know. I love. I do love weird learning. To be normal. It's normal to be weird. But anyways, you don't have to like go to college to learn this shit. Like everything's like online as long as you're like looking at the right shit. And that's why I would love to teach it to like a high school class one day because like that's when you should be learning it is in high school right. before you go and turn twenty two and like right. be a racist piece of shit. Right. You already stuck in your ways you think, like your frontal lobe stop, stops developing at like 25 which is like how you process thoughts and shit well yeah but like so you, you you only use your frontal lobe to give head <laughs> 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 all right i'm sorry you know what i want to say uh i always i always tell niggas like you know after i go on my 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 run of being a rock star i'm gonna go back i'm gonna retire as a teacher I want to. I want to teach manifestation. I think you would be like a great teacher. Manifestation one hundred and one. Got to get an education. I don't know what grade I'd be able to teach. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I got a homie that's a fucking like a principal or something. I forget. He had an episode on here. I don't remember. Mr. Naki. Naki. No, yeah. Naki's was my favorite episode that I really? listened to. Yeah. Damn, everybody listening who's had an episode, you're it's not shit. Your favorite. Sorry. Yeah. I, cause I, that's what, cause I feel like I'm just like huge on education, even though I'm not like in education. Mm. 
And I feel like everything that he was saying was just like everything that I believe. That's dope. And the way he speaks, he's very uh, prioritized and fucking. Yeah, he's like a planner. I could tell like with what he actually wants to like teach and kids. And he's giving shit thought like. you. you also, his mom it. seemed awesome. His mom is the shit. Yeah, awesome. I mean, I love his mom. I've never met her. I don't think, but the way he was talking to his mom, she seemed all oh, you guys should have Better her around here. more than him. No, for sure. Such a wonderful yeah. person. Yeah, but I mean, I think it's kind of interesting too because Naki's one of those people you can tell like to organize your thoughts. You got to talk about it out loud with somebody, or just you know, it's one thing to think about, it's one thing to talk about it. And he's one of those people that's definitely like he thought about it, he's talked about it, and he started to really speak into existence. He's making shit happen. I kind of think it's interesting because he's really made knowledge come full circle in his life to give him power. No, yes, for sure. hundred yeah. percent. I don't want to say it. Naki came from necessarily nothing, but the motherfuckers worked his ass off to learn a lot of shit. Shout out to bro. Yeah, um, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. All right, Erica, we fucking been talking for a while. You see that fucking timer? See that? No, I can't read that far. Oh, it, says, it says a long time. All right. Last mm. thing. Wrap Leave us What's with... Yeah, since you opened the show and you're a fucking host, you're basically the host. What do you think the last segment's called? The most important. Important. Um, I don't know. I thought that the last thing that we did was what you words guys to live by or advice. No, the words, so the uh, most uh, important teacher, words the to thing live you're gonna by. Leave all your students with. Just throw them, throw them some shit to to inspire our audience. I don't Keep know. them important. I'm not a creative writer, but like. Not that you have oh, to anything, be. anything, something to live by. Give us we literally it pitched three words and three sentences as like a fortune cookie. Like if you, if you have your own fortune cookie, if you're I gonna make that's racist. One. Hey, oh my god, that's racist. We literally Japanese. That's not even like we're fortune we, cookies or as, as yellow. <laughs> no, we, it's actually we, American. <laughs> I don't think that we open the show as orange, yellow, and, and black. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm fuck. thinking is orange is the new black. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god no it's not but anyway (laughs) um fuck i don't know i mean i guess just like educate yourself be a nice person think before you talk i guess which i probably should have done more of in the past you didn't didn't incriminate yourself oh i feel like i did not enough not enough to lose a job well, yeah. No drugs. Tell the kids not to be selfish lovers. Like, what's if you Don't had to say something? To your, you had to say something to your students before they go graduate. Fuck. What's what? What are you gonna tell them? I don't have students, but <laughs> the fuck. Thank you. I don't know. Just stay open-minded and keep learning. Keep learning. You keep can never learning. learn enough. Knowledge is power. And don't be yes. ignorant to learn something you're not educated keep about. Keep your mind open, man. Like, yeah, that's everything's true. free on the internet. But don't believe everything you read on the internet. Hey, the world is That's out true. here to be learned about. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. travel. It's full of trickery. I think it's, I think it's yes. one thing to learn about certain regions, but then to go visit it, it's complete right. different. It's fucking eye-opening. Let's, yeah. let's make the United States give black people a birthright trip. Yeah, Actually, I don't know. They probably nah. fuck it up. They probably just do, strand us. You have to do us. the lineage and trace that shit I know. Back. Then you'd have to do the DNA testing, uh, and then your nah. health insurance company is going to nah. be like... Nah, so make healthcare free in the United States. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's start somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Let's make this place fucking better, I'm man. Totally Just, fucking. I'm getting, I'm getting depressed again. <laughs> you know what happens when I get depressed? Grey Goose, Grey Goose, baby. Probably make another mixtape. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. Nah, I got some Erica, since you cup. opened the show, why don't you fucking close us out too? Fucking leave these um, motherfuckers with some shit. 
Say some wild shit. Oh, I already said everything. I should have put your wild shit. Well, thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> Stay Sorry, in school. Though. Eat your veggies. Watch porn. Fuck you, bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> Choke and die, bitch. <laughs> I fucking so hate good. you. <laughs> Choke and die, bitch. I hate you. You want to shout out your new cartoon? Is that a character or something? Uh, that probably is going to be a character. Um, Yo, be on the lookout for my new cartoon. It's called Light City Library. It's in the works. It's really a thing. It's a real thing. I'm not bullshitting. You should be excited. Yeah. You should be excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, say what, say one more thing. One last word so the people can hear something your voice. Wild. Something wild. Oh, something wild. Something wild. Leave them with some excitement. Say something oh, spicy. I Just, don't know. If you had a Kanye poster above your bed, what's the one word it's going to say? You guys have asked me this poster question. Poster above your bed. What word it's going to say? What is it going to be? What is it? What's the one word? Cut.